right, let's go. Well, all right. Sarcha, citizens of the universe, recording angels. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year group. Come on to the mothership. show. Anybody want to say something before we, hopefully, I know we ain't going to finish this yet, but um, anybody want to say anything? No, let's move forward. Yeah, let me introduce a new word. I want to introduce a new word into the dictionary. We don't want equality. We want equality. Because that's what Dr. Y'all telling you about. When he talk about the quality of education, the opposite of quality or the adverse of quality is quantity. So we're talking about quantities here. And people have been willing to accept qualities. You accept God-like qualities, but you accept man-like quantities. And they got these people under religion, so they're willing to accept quality above the quantity of what they deserve, just like name brand jeans or some shit. So I'm just saying that this introduced the word equality because that's what you're looking at when you're saying, I want mine and give him his. I want my own and he have his own. Then you want a certain quantity. That ain't quality. That's called a certain quantity. That's called a portion. That's dealing with Grab, money, mathematics. I got, a, so, I got a question. When you say quantities, the quantity is usually related to amounts. So that's what you speak of? Yes. Yeah. I'm speaking yeah. in relation to amount. That's right. See, you've been, I know that people have been taught that in the vice versa. See, this is called paradox, divine paradox. When a person may say, okay, I'm, buying the, I'm going to buy some, some weed, then I'm going to get high grade because I like quality when it comes to my green. But when it comes to my fucking portion in life, I'll make my own quality and determine my own quality based on the quantity that I fucking have. 
I like that. Yeah. 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 Let me bring in. Let me bring in another caller real quick. Let me bring in. Let me bring in another caller real quick. Four one zero three three four. Your mic is open. Can we get a mic check? Hey Don. Hey Ness. Hey Ben. Hey B. How you doing? How you doing, B? That was a great analogy. I like that, how you said the uh, white people would not be fighting with us, as they say, or fighting for us or whatever. You or have by it. our side saying we right. both need all of us. Yeah. what they desired because they are not even divvying it up equal amongst themselves, the higher Absolutely. Up. So if they had it, you best believe they wouldn't give a shit what we was fighting for. So yeah, that was a great analogy of that. And yeah, I noticed, I, I noticed the um, thing with Nene when we talked about it last month and we was going in on it and I saw Nene, what she was turning into and I said it, but the thing is now she'll sit up there and say, and they've cut her off. She's not even in any major productions or anything right now. So she has to go crawling back to these, to this housewife thing, but she made it like this is such an honor. Oh, I was in a Ryan Murphy chin, uh, as if this faggot, yeah, he Ryan Murphy, a homosexual. Yeah, he's a homosexual, hunky that you know she thinks that's going to give her her life. So th- this is what we're dealing with here. But I saw Nene turning into this monster months ago. Yeah, you did. You said she yeah. don't put nobody on, but this I time she damn sure didn't even. That, now that would be. A, a statement like that because she didn't even want to fucking help Cannon. That shit pissed me off. I was like, this, yeah. this bitch here. Well, how are me. you too good not to be in her play? Y'all all started on the same platform, to be honest. Y'all all started together on the same platform. How can you Well, was, was, was Candy been took off. She just happened right. to Right, Candy accept. was a millionaire yeah. before you, to be Absolutely. honest. Yeah, she was a millionaire uh, yeah. before you. So Absolutely. for you to now throw up some homosexual Ryan Murphy production, who gives a shit about that homo? Yeah, exactly. See, that's that equal shit. That's that equality shit. That's why I don't trust it even amongst black people. When black people yell equality, that scared me. Because if Mr. White Man give you, you know, your little 40 acres in the mule, I can't come on your shit. Right, you, you have right. a big-ass sign to say no niggas allowed on your shit. Right. So that's still not fair. So we already know that, to me, equality for Negroes in, in America or anywhere in the world is more of that Willie Lynch letter when it says you give some more than the other. You give right. one a little bit That's more right. so it could breed jealousy and they can hate that motherfucker That's right. and all that other type of shit. And that's what it's done amongst us. Look at the entertainment. Look at the entertainment industry. Everybody hates on this one. Everybody hates on. And that's what it's bred. It's basically Willie Lynch right there in in the end. Yeah, because you know why? Because that lets you know that the white man is on that person. Anytime we sit back and say we hate that nigga, whether he's getting it or not, we can tell that he ain't got it just from the ground up. He right. didn't. He right. didn't. He didn't grassroot his own shit. He didn't need. Mm. He did it with the help of the Caucasian race. He did it with the help of that whole Willie Lynch syndrome. We'll take this nigga and we'll leave the other ones behind. Right. And make an Alexa example. Out that's of why him. we can see that we. I, honestly, I can't respect no fucking body that has did it. When they reached their hand out, there was that white hand, like on the picture of Jesus, or God's hand, cracker hand, uh, reaching out to grab that nigga. Mm. But it's never 
the the nigga grabbing another nigga hand. That's you don't right. see that picture. I, yeah, that's right. You see that's what I'm what saying? Yeah. That's right. So that's the hand that reached and got your ass out. Then we're supposed to respect that. We're supposed to we're supposed to say, nigga, I, I can't even hate on that nigga. You doing it? Yeah, we can. We can hate on right. that because you motherfucking aided the devil in his devilishment. Right. And in exchange of that, you got your money, your 40 acres and a mule, and you look mm-hmm. down at us saying, Mr. Bill Cosby, look at these nasty niggas. That's right. what you're fucking doing, Mr. Bill Cosby. Can't talk right. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Right Bill Cosby, Mr. Goddamn, right. all you fucking misters and fucking missuses with the goddamn, with, with nigger features. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that shit. So now, now, if a nigga really want equality, if all black people really want equality, you got to do it without that motherfucker. That's right. You got to get your own, create your own. That's yeah. the only way that this shit is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But to me, like a nigga with a high, with a degree in college, to me, ain't got ain't got his own. Agreed. No, because he's own. giving you he's gave giving mm-hmm. you his accreditation for his mm-hmm. education that he's giving you. Yeah, yeah. and he thinks he's equal. And valuable. Yeah, he right. thinks he's equal. But for the record, he cannot still challenge any cracker with the same degree as him. But exactly. he'll challenge us who don't have it. Exactly. Well, if you get that degree with, with hopes of walking through the, his door. Like I said, okay, I though, the, the key thing is right. that he won't challenge a Caucasian or any other race who have an equal degree as him. He won't challenge that motherfucker, but he'll come to us throwing that shit out. Well, I have a degree in bachelor, I'm a bachelor of science, and I'm a degree in philosophy, and a de- you know what I'm saying, and you ain't got shit. But you won't challenge that cracker, though, who right. has a so-called equal degree. You, you will not come to his ass and say that shit in his face. You won't right. do it. But you come to us and look down on us. So, no, we know how they play when they grab one nigga and take him up. And then the yeah. nigga, and then what fucks me up about these type of niggas, you know what they say? What's that? I started from the same goddamn foundation as you. Right. <laughs> but I worked right. hard. I went to mm-hmm. school every day. I did this, that, and the third to make it. I don't understand why y'all can't. That's stupid shit. Make right. it where? Make it to who? Yeah, who did you make it to to say you made it? Who told you you made it? Who who finalized that? Who made the decision? Now you're here. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. is based on the educated Negro. Right ideology or concept of him making it being educated by him and then saying he don't understand why we are the way we are but he can't get it done right yeah because he thinks this nigga done made it to the finish line <laughs> right a finish line in a race that he created now see that's exactly. a little bit different right you didn't create Absolutely. the path mr white man put you on that path you didn't even right. you didn't even lay down your own asphalt 
You didn't even plant your own concrete, motherfucker. And you didn't even wrap that motherfucker around 25,000 miles of planet Earth, nigga. So even when niggas be like, I done been all around the world and all of that. But it wasn't your road. It wasn't your airspace. It wasn't your fucking land that you traveled all around the world on. That's a path that he already laid for you. Told you rules and regulations, what you can and cannot do. And you, right. and you followed accordingly. No, no doubt about that. That's not that's not on your own merit. No doubt about that. Them the motherfuckers I got a problem with. Them kind there. I, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Remind me of like the Dr. Oparas that used to call into the show. <laughs> that's who came to my them mind. Them type of motherfuckers. Yeah, that, that type that. of right there. Right. That little motherfucker right, right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Them kind. Right. Yeah, but the root word of equality is equal. And you're only and, uh, and you're only equal to your own kind. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and like we like I explained yesterday, equal is not a state of rest. Equal is not a good state. Equal is in fact a fucking imbalancement. And that means that once y'all equal, then somebody gonna have to dominate. That's how nature works. It works on dominant and recessive. So even if you equalize with the cracker, you're going to have to, where the term come from, one up on the motherfucker, you're going to have to one up that motherfucker in order to have true equality. And as Dr. York going to explain later on in this scroll, he's going to tell you that your equality is base nine. That equality is base six. So it will take you three times as much as it takes them to be satisfied and to have equal portion as today equal portion. Equality is not two and two. Equality is I get what I deserve and you get what you deserve. And since you work on a six and I work on a nine, that means I get three times my portion over you. That's equality. This shit is so deep though that what is that saying one of them one of their scholars put out the low if you teach the lowest white man that he is better, keep him thinking that he is better than the the most uppity and the most mm-hmm. prominent black man, then they've succeeded. And this is what they do. You, do you think uh, even a poor white man thinks that he's better than Oprah Winfrey? Thinks that he's better, you know, this is... You're absolutely right. Yeah, even yeah, the, the knows he's better than you. absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they know it's their system. They know this is theirs. And she and you are you're nothing. I don't care how much money you let her try and talk to a white poor person like she ain't got. They'll cuss Oprah out on her own show. <laughs> cuss her ass straight oh, out. I don't see. I don't see she get cussed out by some yeah. poor white trash. Her yeah, audience. they will. Yeah, yeah they I don't see her. I don't. I don't see her get yeah, spat on they, by her uh, white audience. That's right. Slapped her right why in her face of the poor po- white trash audience. That's right. Fucking, um, uh, what you call them, uh, fucking husband, their handmaidens to their husband came and slapped the shit out of Oprah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is why they always... And they'll tell her, you ought to be grateful. You ought to be grateful. We gave you your education. We gave you your... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, They paid that. Making less than her and everything would tell her she ain't got nothing to complain about. We gave you the best, nigga. That's right. That's right. (laughs) You ain't lying, B. You yeah, ain't you lying. You ain't lying. She gave them, they freed them. 
Hey, Babylon, I never forget this shit with the whole, your boy, uh, Obama, when Obama first hit the scene, and uh, yep. Hillary Clinton was cocky than a motherfucker. I don't know, I think it was the presidential election or some shit, but I don't know. It was, I don't know what it was. It was some debate or whatever, but uh, I don't know where the, where the fuck the bitch was at. But the bitch said, let, let me just put this shit on record. She said, it was me that gave you, you, you niggas, y'all civil rights. <laughs> it wasn't Martin Luther King. That's right. <laughs> she said it was me. It was us, us crackers that gave you niggas y'all civil rights. <laughs> I and never get true. that shit. I said, damn. She said everybody talk about that Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King did it for you niggas. She said, nah, motherfucker, it was us, leprous Canaanites. That sat at a round table while you niggas would sleep one night and said, let's give it, let's get these monkeys some goddamn bananas so they can shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goddamn Hillary Clinton for president, motherfucker. Goddamn it. Yeah. Hillary, the only one came out and set that record straight. <laughs> Heel dog. All right, let's move on. 26 real quick. The way for us to really challenge the Caucasian and his educational system is by searching and finding our own education system and making our own history again. Key word is again, because it was That's done right. before. No. Negro history is slave history. We need to make Egypt, Ethiopian history. We can do this by regaining Ethiopian culture by nature. We Ethiopian scientists will open the door to this liberation of the mind. The best quality education that Ethiopians can receive is Ethiopian education, which is based on the origin of everything, nature of, purpose of, and development of. Ethiopian education follows the, di- follows the dictates dictates of the laws and codes and way of nature in which we were grown and by which we must exist. This real education is called nine knowledge. It is a miserable state of condition where Ethiopians, originators of the universes, degrade themselves arguing with Caucasians because they are not receiving more Caucasian misleading education. This is like saying you would like to be a better slave or captive. And we finally got through education. Yeah. Yeah. Arguing with the Caucasians about his education, his misleading education. We want a better misleading education, sir. Our children deserve a better misleading education. You need to give us a little bit more of a misleading education for our babies. <laughs> that shit is crazy as hell, right? You hear them niggas, don't you? Any Christ. You can hear them niggas. They be calling in talking about that shit. They don't even teach our children what they really need to learn. And we're saying, you know what I'm saying? We want you to teach our children the truth, the truth, the truth. Why there's not no no positive black images in our history books, Mr. Texas man? 
We need more positive people. A lot of people don't even know about Dorothy Dandridge. Like shit like that. They'll be saying stupid shit. It should be a better story on Frederick Douglass. It's only a little piece of him. It should be more about, you know, Carter G. Wilson. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then meanwhile, meanwhile, the quantity remains about. How come Michael Jordan ain't in the damn books yet? How come Oprah Winfrey is not in our books yet? And that nigga said, that's going to be later. That's for your children's children, children, motherfucker. We're going to throw them in there as that's one of our niggas. Meanwhile, what we said. Just like all, they don't get all the other ones that, that that was in our history books, all the other black people that was in our history books. They don't get it. That they that's the reason why Mr. White Man put them in there because the key word was 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 slavery. Frederick Douglass associated with slavery. Who else? Harriet Tubman, Nat slavery. Nat Turner, Nat Turner, slavery. Yeah, they still missing that shit. Slavery. They don't get it. Harriet Tubman, slavery. But you ain't going to tell us about no free nigga. You're not going to do a whole goddamn uh, chapter on, uh, what's my nigga name? Uh, 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 you know my one on the $2 bill, Babylon. Oh, John Hanson. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't going to get one of them. We ain't going to get a whole goddamn, you know what I'm saying? 15 chapters of this nigga. They don't yeah. tell you about Madam J.C., Madam uh, C.J. Walker. They first do tell us about that. That's one of the first black women I learned in school, Madam C.J. Walker in the straightening comb. They made sure they put that bitch in there. They tell you she was a millionaire? Yeah, they told her she was a millionaire by goddamn creating straightening combs because she hated her house so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why she's in there. That's why Madam C.J. Walker is in there, because she helped destroy the ether of the black woman's hair. Yeah, she's there to perpetuate that. That's why she's in there. That's yeah, why I say any time a, a cracker going to put any nigga in the history books, it's because that was that nigga, and that aided the destruction of the Nubian race. They're, they right. aided that. You are right, 100%. Yeah, period. Anytime I see a nigga in that motherfucker, I already know he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's just aiding it further yeah. into their agenda. Yeah, she aided yeah. in te- teach- teaching us how to hate our hair. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, so they're happy to say we made her a millionaire. They don't give a shit about that. That wasn't the agenda. Yeah, basically showing that niggas made her a millionaire by hating themselves. Right. Exactly. Yeah, nothing to be proud of, nothing to be walking Hell around nah, proud of. Hell no, nothing to be of. proud of to say, guess what I bought today? What, baby? A Madam C.J. Walker straightening comb. Right. Girl, you did, girl. You know she girl, was the first black millionaire. Girl, let's put that damn thing on the stove real quick and let's test it out. Yeah, yeah that's Ooh, a good one. Oh, look at your hair, girl. Oh, your hair's down there. You look like Miss, Miss, you look like Miss Betty down the street, daughter, now. <laughs> just in black form. Yeah. <laughs> A, a nigga with straight hair. So cute. Yeah. That's why she in them damn books. Okay, let's see what Math MD says. She said they told us that it was uh, really Eli Whitney's slave that invented the cotton gin. I remember Eli Whitney, too, in school. 
Are y'all familiar with the Eli Whitney story? Absolutely. The Cotton Jam, yeah. Yeah, he was white. That's incredible, right? The whole time. And mind you, this nigga, Eli Whitney, I swear to God, y'all going to be mad at me. I thought he was a nigga because I remember reading him about him in Black History Month in school. They told, they told I thought he, he was, was black. Nigga, they told Damn, Andy Christ said he thought he was black. I didn't know he was a cracker. See? See that shit? See, this some bullshit. Inside. Well, too, we got to look to our own uh, because these black so-called historians and uh, what are they, uh, scholars, have brought back all this and information and spreading it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of our black leaders did that bullshit, spreading all this fake shit around. Man, Mega ever said it best. Die, nigga, die. Die, nigga, die. So black folks can take over. That's my <laughs> shit right there, yo. <laughs> That's my shit. That nigga needs to die. You don't talk about me, the ones you talking about. God damn, they yeah. won't die. Why they no. won't die? They won't. Why the most civil rights old fucks won't die? Die. Die. Please die. Sick of you. Fuck. Because Negro history is slave history. The motherfuckers won't goddamn die for some fucking reason. You want to keep niggas in the Negro mind? I thought all the motherfuckers was dead. They just popped back up like the one my daddy uh, got them called in last week. Right. I'm like, right. man, God damn, it's another one still living? Yeah. They're Fuck. all over the place. Yeah. Shit. And going after the children and putting them on the freedom bus. Mm-hmm. That's the most sick-ass shit, ain't it? Yeah. Putting them on a freedom bus. Freedom bus ride. Sick ass stories. Man, this some bullshit. How the hell you gonna get better? How the hell we gonna get better with these motherfucking motherfuckers around? They get on my goddamn nerves. And I'll tell you, um, somebody that I'm really not fond of. Uh, Dick Gregory. I'm not fond of him anymore. Why is that done? I'm so tired of that motherfucker exactly. talking. <laughs> That's all he's been doing for years. Man, I am so fucking tired of this nigga talking. <laughs> he needs to shut the fuck up. So you know what I'm saying? Really- I, so in some cases, you know, he's good at exposing like them crisis actors and, you know what I'm saying, decoding shit. But in another case, this nigga revert back to when he was, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 like a nigga with, with, with cut off incredible Hulk shorts, uh, picking cotton and shit. And that shit <laughs> be fucking me up. Like, fuck, you go right back to goddamn slavery. 
And then you start mm-hmm. talking about that shit. And Mr. Yeah. White Man would, 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 would make you fuck your mama. And that's how the motherfucker comes up. And shit like, you know, shit's real shit. He just revert back like a motherfucker. Well, that's what the agents do. He's Don't been an agent, obviously, because he couldn't be around this long and have no fucking progress whatsoever. All of them need to be looked in the face and told, get the fuck out, die. Men and niggas start signing like ISIS papers and the destruction of the black civilization. First, you was talking about the destruction of the white man in the very beginning when he comes on. And then he go right back and revert to the destruction of the black civilization. Just start, yeah, Fallon, you was about to say something. Go ahead. I think he has become senile. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He's I, too I just want him old. to be quiet. Yeah, he's too old. He 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 has um, memory lapses, and he has uh, disjointed. Just disjointed thoughts now. Yeah, because in a minute, man, if that nigga's on another show, he going to start talking about what's going on today, and then he going to go into what went on yesterday, and then he going to go and get, go on into what went on in the 60s, and then the 30, 30s, and then in a minute, nigga going to be like, no, mama, don't beat me with the stitching cord. Not again. He's just going to have he gonna have them little goddamn outbursts where he, he don't <laughs> And my father, all of a sudden, you hear that nigga start screaming, No, mama, don't hit me! Don't hit me, mama! <laughs> mama, that wasn't me! I didn't go to Mr. Jones' yard. I didn't throw a rock in Mr. Jones' yard. Mama, it wasn't me! No, no, mama! <laughs> okay, that went over y'all heads. Let's move on. Okay, well, we're not going to go finish part two, so we got to do a part three. And I'm going to do it tonight at 9 o'clock then. Part three of count two, and we'll start off on how to econ- economize. Um, economize. Uh, we we got to do it at 9. And this time, um, I'm going to have to ignore all you like to talk ass motherfuckers because I got to get through count two. God damn. We ain't getting nowhere with this. Well, we got somewhere. But damn, it was good conversation. But shit, can we get to the finish line? Take me to the promised land, Don. So we'll get we'll get to it tonight at nine o'clock. I'll, I'll set another show so y'all make sure y'all come forward at nine o'clock. How to economize, and we'll start it off there because now we got to get into the uh, economy situation which I noticed that um, is a perfect time because it's right after the holiday, and this is where he goes into the Caucasian holidays. And the sad thing about it is that I got calls two days in a row, back-to-back, from a woman, which from women with children, who obviously – decided to break their bank. Well, one woman decided to break her fucking bank account for Christmas. Oh, man. And, yeah, and, and and um, but y'all don't know this, sister. And then I got to tell you, I got a call last night from one of our own members of WGAG Radio that be in the chat room all the time, who I love so much, that um, is homeless right now. Um, was evicted out of her home in the rain last night. 
They 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 locked the doors and threw her furniture and shit out on on the um on the yard, whatever that shit is called. Yeah. And um we need to help her. I just wanna tell you that. We we do need to help this sister. We know her. Um and she didn't want me to ask y'all for help. I just wanna tell you that. She didn't want me to ask y'all for help. She didn't want me to mention her name to y'all and all this other type of shit because she just, you know, how certain people are. But I told her we got to get you out of this situation, boo, and and there's no way that um, I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what what state is it in? Georgia. So I can at least look for resources. Yeah, she in Georgia. In yeah. Georgia. Yeah, she's in Georgia. Okay, you got a hundred now. Thank you, uh, Annie Christ. And what we need to do is at least you. Okay, thank you, um, Nefertiti. So what we'll do is, because right now, and mind you, she had to give up her two cut, her two, her two niece and nephew. She got a niece and nephew um, that she fought for the state, fought the state to get. Mm. Okay, because her sister is a fucking black Mormon who lost her fucking mind mm-hmm. and something happened to her where she fought for the two children. She already has, I think she has three, three teenage children, but she took in two no, other no. children. It's like that. It's like that. Being the bad yeah. ass in L-O. And sometimes, just yeah. because you're the baddest ass in the L-O, you might just want to masturbate to the aftermath. I do a cool chapel as wife, I don't leave, I'm all El Caron. I need a fee, I should show El Caron. Why cool, I should if you see me. And new Farugan show El Caron. Why El Caron if you Farugan show me. I need a wahid, my RL Caron. Why El Caron if you wahid, my me. Any Akilu and Jihu, Kama Farugan show El Caron. Why cool, Kama Farugan. Ani akilu akwenu kul dik ani akfizu fi el kolon kama kafiza izu fia amadu fi el kolon ani akabaha wahud el kolon izu ania el kolon yakilu ani akilu el kolon yadnalu ani adnalu.
I was just listening to a guy who said that he was visited by what he said was the archangel Gabriel, and then he described the angel as a she. He said, he said she. What guy said that? This guy named Gano Grills. He's a... Okay. Um, uh, if uh, Rihanna says this, I'm sorry, Princess Empress uh, says, um, if I remember hearing correctly, I, over, I overheard you saying they were genderless at one point. I thought differently before I heard you mention that. I read that that they were all made previously. <clears throat> yeah, but on the realm of Malachi, that's that's on this side, honey. You know what I'm saying? Malachi, yeah, they all. But it just goes to show that they are, they are male and female on the the plane of Malachi. You know what I'm saying? On them planes, they are male and female. Prior to hydrogen and all of that and all the different planes, such as the material plane, the plane of force, the spiritual plane, and the plane of Malakut, and all the other seven planes, the doorway to hell, prior to, before that is when you get to ether. Ethereans, there are no gender, but when they get to this side, right, from ether, when they get to this side, they take on an atomic mass and and a matter form. That's why it was explained to us that the beings on Malakut is as physical as you are. So to say as physical as you are is to know that they are male and females. But Ethereans, you know what I'm saying, Ethereans, they personify in male and female form on this side of hydrogen. Once they come from this, once they get from um, from the other side of hydrogen onto this side of hydrogen, they personify as solid. If that helps, okay. Back to the whole Gabriel shit. I tune. Okay. And he described yeah. Gabriel as a she. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah. So, um, and that that was that. You know, nobody got into it. He just kept rolling. You know, with what he was saying, and you know, it didn't it didn't have no adverse effect on me, but a couple of other people. You know, you know, of course, they're like, man, Gabriel's masculine. And I'm like, well, why don't you just ask your brother what he means by that? Why don't you ask well, him Well, no, it's quite simple what he means by that. Because mm-hmm. even the Caucasian showed you that the angel Gabriel and Constantine was a female, yes or no? Okay, I didn't see that. Okay, cool. Well, anybody cool. seen Constantine? Mm-hmm. That angel Gabriel was a female. Now, the only yep. thing that slipped people up is that people don't understand that seats changes depending on who is initiated, who's been tested and tried and proven worthy to take that seat. Gabrielle is simply a title and a seat. You know what I'm saying? Right. All the, the so-called angels, those, those are not their fucking real names. You know what I'm saying? Like Gabriel, the Gabriel that you know, name, the real name is Nusku, and it was Nusku was after the order of Zodok and was initiated in the order of Gabriel, and Nusku is the one that took the seat of Gabriel. That's why when you'll find in the Holy Tablets, he'll say Nusku, who is the angel Gabriel. That Nusku took the seat of that angelic being as Gabriel. Okay, mm-hmm. the same way we know you as Atun, but if you once you initiated into the order of Zodok and tested the tribe, and you take one of the seats, and you, you know what I'm saying, as uh, let's say Matarun, mm-hmm. and so now we will just be like Atun, who is Matarun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But these seats and, and these the twenty, I don't know why they think that uh, the same angelic being holds this seat for for eternity, and that's not it. The seats changes. The, you know what I'm saying? That's why you also find that each Anunnaki or Elohim is assigned to a human being. You know what I'm saying? Once, once the 24 elders, uh, you know, take the seat, once they all, you know, like all 24, 
They are assigned to a human being to raise them up, test them, and try them and proven worthy to take the next seat, to take their seat. It's called successorship, Khalifa, Caliphat. That's it. Yeah, so it, would, it wouldn't surprise me that the angelic being that occupies the seat of Gabriel now is a woman or a female that took the seat of Gabriel and took the title and the seat and the position as the angelic being Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise I mean, me at he, all. My, my, uh, my response was, if that's who he said he saw, then that, that, I'm going with what he said, man. You know? Yeah. Got, yeah, wanna... I mean, it just, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, as, as y'all make it seem like it's impossible for women to be tested and tried and tested and tried and proven worthy to take one of the seats. You know what I'm saying? That's not impossible. For a long time, certain men was inducted into the order of Zadok and women. You understand? But it appears that the, the 24 elders that we had at that time, the images and the pictures that he shows us of the 24 elders, absolutely. They were all males. But that was a long time ago. That was a very long time ago. So we don't know who is occupying or what gender is occupying the seats of the 24 elders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What human being has been tested and tried, tested and tried and proven worthy to actually take the seat of Gabriel or Israel or, you know what I'm saying, Sananda or Yanun or, you know what I'm saying, uh, all the rest of them, Uriel, yeah, yeah. Kakael, Zolza. As we don't we know. Speak. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, as we speak. Yeah. yeah, as we speak, because there's a new administration, honey, headed by the nine to council. Mm-hmm. So, you know, never know. You just never know. But, um, you know, because, you know, this is the second time I, this ain't the second time I heard that um, the angel Gabrielle is a woman. Mm -hmm. this, ain't the sec this, ain't, this ain't the second time. I heard this, I heard this about three or four, five times. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and for homeboy to say that that's what he saw, then that's what it is. That's just, that, that basically confirms it. Because, you know, like I said, man, when they did Constantine, when I first saw it, I think I was in my 20s. I don't know how old that shit is. I think it was like came out in the early two, year 2000. And when I saw that shit, I said, damn, that's deep. The Angel Gabrielle is a fucking female mm -hmm. in this movie. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, something has changed. Something has changed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, something has changed. We talk about this all the time that um, that um, that Adhadat is is the one that sits on the seven seven plane, the seven to the seven power of seven. Adhadat, that's a woman, and Hua uh, is possessed. Yeah, and she's possessed by Hua. See how this shit works? Mm -hmm. So um, she got another name. Is Adhadat? Adhadat, Adhadat. No, she ain't got no other name. That's her goddamn name. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can call her God if you like. You can call her Allah if you like. You can call her Eliunel Eliunel if you like. You can call her Allah Subhanahu if you like. You can call her goddamn uh, Jehovah, Yahweh. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But you can call her Anu too. Shit. But that's her. She, she's at the seventh to the seventh plane to the seventh power of seven. That's where she sits. And and, and she's possessed by Hua. You got the um, rebuttal to the slanderers? Yeah, huh? I do. 
Oh, good. Go grab it real quick. Go to page 198, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I, I got it. I got it in, um, on the computer, so I got to look for it. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's on the computer. So go to your goddamn uh, computer and then put in search. Rebuttal to the slanderers or slanderer or however you put it. And it should pop up. I looked at that book today at home. I said, man, I should bring it. And then some said, nah, somebody on the show going to have it. <laughs> and you'll hear that shit. You got it, Black? God damn it. Please call in a lot. Please. Thank you. God damn. They said somebody on the show got that shit. A dad. I mean, I'm calling her a dad. You a dad too, Black. Black is a dad. A dad is Black. She stepped on the mat. Said, I am a dad. In the hat. Black, call in for me real quick, baby. Let's get this shit popping. That right, shout I'm going to do this shit once and for all for you motherfuckers, okay? That's why I said it wouldn't surprise me. And remember now, now the interesting thing is, though, iTunes, Dr. York said the first man that put the woman in position would be in power. Think about that. Do, do you remember him saying that shit? No. The first man to put the woman in position, to put the woman in power, will inherit power. Hey, Don, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, sweetheart. It's good to hear your voice. Same year, same year. All right, I got it. So wait, wait. With that being said, y'all know the crackers are snatching up all goddamn black women, as many black women as they can, so they can inherit power. Y'all peep that shit? They snatching up these bitches. Yeah, he said the first man. He didn't say you niggas. He said the first Nuwabian man, the first black man, the first whatever. He said the first man to do that shit will inherit more power. To put the woman to, to put the woman in power, he will inherit more power. You notice that the crackers are snatching up black bitches. Thus, Howard Stern is coming for me. Come on in, uh, Black 198. Give me a mic check, and I'm going to take that motherfucker by the hand. I swear to God. I swear to <laughs> white God. I'm going to say, because I know that nigga, he already know that bitch right here. This hoe right here. This is the one right here. Thus, he can go into the etheric plane and enjoy the rest of his life. Okay, page 198. Uh, it starts off with the Nubian Creed, Allah is in man. Is that okay, it? Okay, yes. Let's start there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think that's it. Because it's a paragraph right underneath it. Where he, do, you, do you see the paragraph underneath all that? And it says, Adat. Are you on the left page? The left side uh, is 198 on the left side? No, uh, 197 is on the left side. Okay, well, shout it. I have a photographic memory. So it is on the left side of the goddamn book. Okay, so 197. Okay, so, so wait a minute. 198. 198. What is it? Oh, okay, 198. 198. 198. 198. You on page 198? Yes. Okay. And the next page is 199? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Next page, 199? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Okay, well, hold your hand on that page 198, and let's go back to one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One, 198. One, what page you on? One eighty nine or one ninety eight? One ninety eight. You want me to go to one eighty nine? Yes, that's where it's at. It's one eighty nine. I'm dyslexic. It's one eighty nine, and you now one eighty nine should be on the left side of the page. It is. Okay, Don is good, okay. but I thought I got a photographic memory, man. My shit is on. My shit is on flip. That's why a nigga can't lie to me, nigga. I saw you. <laughs> I saw 
thought you had five, it was five o'clock on my watch. I had on my wrist. I was wearing a red shirt and blue jeans. And you were standing on the corner of Duval Street and can't get it right on a Thursday at goddamn five o'clock, motherfucker. And you was wearing a goddamn white tee and some baggy goddamn pants, motherfucker, and some Reeboks. That day. <laughs> red Reeboks. Fuck out of here. I see you. Okay, 198. 189. Let's go. Okay. The Nubian Creed, Allah pulsates and vibrates. In this section, Mr. Phillips, it exceeds your comprehension. You claim to understand Allah and his attributes, but you obviously haven't sought out how Allah began the source of his creation. You stated on page 29 that Isa describes God as pulsating and vibrating. All things are created in tones of octaves of energy and of vibration, just as there are octaves of musical notes. There are also octaves of tone. Between the fourth and fifteenth octaves, the normal ear can hear sounds. The one whose heart and mind is open can sometimes hear up to the nineteenth octave. Between the twenty-fifth and the thirty-fifth octave, heat is then generated. The forty-ninth octave produces light. Cosmic rays manifest when energy increases between the 72nd and the 84th octave level. Between the cosmic rays, octaves lie, which produce emotional and mental waves up to the sound. Let's stop cool. right there, real quick. Now, I just want to—I just want to make a point, real quick, which has nothing to do with what the fuck I'm about to say, but I'm about to say it any fucking way. <laughs> Rewind that back about the cosmic rays, and then I'll tell y'all something. Okay. Cosmic rays manifest when energy increases between the 72nd and the 84th octave level. Beyond the cosmic rays, octaves lie, which produce emotional and mental waves up to the sound hua. Hey, stop right there. Okay, now is that the second? How many times cosmic rays was mentioned? Because you only, I only, heard, only called it twice. Is it mentioned uh, prior to that? I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, fine. Okay. Now, now y'all know that there's two types of uh, situations going on. One is cosmic rays, and the other one is electric power. Y'all familiar with those two? In between the cosmic rays and electric power. You know what I'm saying? You all know what cosmic rays are, right? Like X-rays, ultraviolet rays, and shit like that rays. Okay, gamma right. rays and all of that. The other one is electric power. That comes from your television waves, radio waves, and all the rest of the goddamn shit. Microwaves and blah, blah, blah. Okay, I just want to show you that. Anyway, back to the cosmic rays. Now, it is said um, earlier this week or last week that the extraterrestrials that live in the center of the Earth, an article came out too, follow me closely, said that the aliens or the extraterrestrials are able to live off of the cosmic rays, live and survive off of it now, okay? Which means that there is a serious shift. Prior to that, they must have been living off of the electric power, like your waves, your radio waves, your television waves, your microwaves, and I can't remember what all the other waves are. X-rays? Huh? Those are rays, honey, not oh, waves. Rays, not rays. Got yeah. I got 
okay? But electro, uh, cosmic rays are all that, ultraviolet rays, gamma rays, X-rays, and, and, and goddamn, I think infrared or some old shit, infrared rays or some old goddamn shit like that. So now they're able to live off of straight cosmic rays. Even the extraterrestrials in the center of the planet Earth and some that come in, in surf, and come up to the surface are able to live off just the goddamn cosmic rays. That's powerful, ain't it? Very. Wow. And 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 the article said they can survive off of that shit. And now that's interesting because they're telling you motherfuckers that you won't be able to survive with the ultraviolet rays. But because of the electromagnetic grid and the electromagnetic um, field that's going on, and with the electron, proton, electron that your cells are transferring, transforming into, you are able to live off of ultraviolet rays, hmm. all the cosmic rays. Okay. Anyway, let's get to Hua. Go back to that last statement about Hua and the okay, cosmic um, rays. Listen closely the- now. Beyond the cosmic rays, octaves lie, which produce emotional and mental waves up to the sound hua. This is the pure green light of energy, the source, which represents the names of Allah and coincides with the 99 elements. Your Arabic word for cosmos is exist, and it has in parentheses be. All things are created in tones and octaves of energy and vibration from the source Hua, as I said before. And unless one mentions the name of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and nuor, which enters the heart and then is absorbed and dispersed to the rest of the body. And nuor is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called Ad. Stop right there. Say that again and say it with your chest for these slow ass motherfuckers. Rewind that part. Okay. Um, and unless one mentions the names of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and nur, which enters the heart and then is absorbed and dispersed to the rest of the body. And nur is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called ad da'at. Okay, it's the manifestation of what? What is Adadat? The manifestation of what, Balat? The essence of Allah. The essence of Allah. Stop right there. Now, the essence, which means would be in Allah, right? Right. That which is in Allah, right? That which is in Allah is Adadat, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Or the essence is basically, we can say, the genetic makeup of Allah is Adadat. Now, my question is... What is Ad Hadat? Keep reading. Or who is Ad Hadat? Keep reading. Watch okay. this. This essence signifies that he is what he is. Ad Hadat dots are the things which are feminine, whatever they be, that had existed from eternity. Stop right there. What the fuck is it again? Ad Hadat are the things which are feminine, whatever they be. That had existed from eternity. Now stop. Now there is a thing called pre-creation. Anything that's pre-creation has already existed. You understand? That which right. already exists, and that is at hadat. And what is added that again? The feminine what? All things which are feminine, whatever they be, 
that had existed from eternity. Coon! Kaoon! Let's go. Tell me more about this feminine chick. <laughs> Adot is possessed by the who? Stop! She's possessed by who? The who? D H U W, which is masculine. She's possessed by what? Spell it! D H U W. The who? Which is masculine. Possessed by duh. And who is duh? He's going to tell your ass in a minute. Duh is hua, which is he. Hua is the presentation in the spirit from which comes the soul. Stop! This is. Stop! Break it down. Hammer time. Hammer time. Stop! <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. Go back to a dot again. Get it in your head. A, a dot is possessed by Du, which is masculine. Which is masculine. Du is Hua, which is he. Hua is the presentation in the spirit from which comes the soul. This is the spirit with personality or I. I'm. Hua, I'm. Okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. Hua is which is he and which is and. Together, they mean he and whatever else. And whatever else. That that mouth, he and whatever else, Du, or Hua, is possessing ad, a dot. A dot. Okay. okay, let's go back to the law. Let's take it slow again. Um, black on the adat. <laughs> adat is okay. Take it back to Allah, though. This is very important. Okay. Take it back to the Allah part about that Allah shit. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, let's rewind it one okay. more time. Let's get it in our heads, you worshipers. All things are created in tones and octaves of energy and vibration from the source Hua, as I said before. And unless one mentions the names of Allah, with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and newer, which enters the heart. Of, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Talk, talk about this man mentioning something about the, uh, the light or Allah and something about his heart. Rewind that part back. Okay, you want me to go back to the top with Philip's uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. question? Uh-uh. No, no, I want you to go back to to, to, to the man mentioning Allah with his tongue and his heart. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, okay. And unless one mentions the name of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and newer. What does that mean? What is he saying there? That you you just can't say the words. You have to meet, you have to feel them. They have to come from your heart. Right. So rewind it back to that sentence right before that part of the tongue and the heart and all that. Okay. All things are created in tones and octaves of energy and vibration from the source Hua, as I said before. And unless one mentions the names of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and nur, which enters the heart and then is absorbed and dispersed to the rest of the body. And nur is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called at Adat. Essence signifies that he is what he is. Adat are the things which are feminine, whatever they be, that had existed from eternity. Adat is possessed by Du, which is masculine. Du is Hua, which is he. Hua is the presentation in the spirit from which comes the soul. This is the spirit with personality or I. Hua is, which is he, and which is and Together, they mean he and whatever else. This is called Kutbayat, also known as the eyeing principle. The eyeing principle. The mm-hmm. eye of the heart is the kut, the action, the which is symbolic of two hearts. Okay. Hmm. Where do we go from here? You want to keep going, but I had a question. Go ahead. What's your question? 
the possessed, the, okay, uh, Adat is possessed by Du, Hua. which is masculine. Dua is Hua, which is he. Hua is the presentation in the spirit from which comes the soul. Okay, I'm not grasping that right now. Maybe it'll take a minute. Okay, well, first, let's go back then. Let's go back to when he first explains to Bilal Phillips about the vibration of Allah and the pulsation of Allah in order to get it. Okay. So he said, uh, the, the Bilal said, Issa describes God as pulsating and vibrating. All things are created in tones of octaves of energy and of vibration. Just as there are octaves of musical notes, there are also octaves of tones. Between the fourth and fifteenth octaves, the normal ear can hear sound. The one whose heart and mind is open can sometimes hear up to the nineteenth octave. Between the now the nineteenth octave, you know what that means, right? Whose ears and hearts are open, you know the nineteenth octave, right? In other words, most people can only hear what the fuck is right in their ear. Ear, right? Like, right. like right in there, they can't hear distance. Okay. They, you know what I'm saying? They can probably hear mm-hmm. outside. You know what I'm saying? If they in the house, okay? But they can't hear the traffic. Two miles from the house. They can't hear horn okay. See, we can hear that dog barking I right heard now, that right? Dog barking. But that dog is probably either in goddamn Milledgeville, Georgia, or goddamn what? Uh, what other crazy nigga name? Antichrist in Philadelphia. So we just heard that dog barking. That would be considered like a distance in octaves from 19 or on into 72 to 84 octaves like far like sometimes you can hear far right and sometimes you can't like and i explain this there are times where you hear a song in your head you think it's in your head no somebody is playing that song because sound travels and that person okay. has been playing that song on, on, in another state and you and you can hear it and all of a sudden you got that song in your head it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Songs just don't I pop do. up like that. Sound travels. Okay, got it. Okay, that's your 87, 72, and, uh, okay, where we at that? 18th octave, let's go. Okay, uh, between the 25th and the 35th octaves, heat is then generated. The 49th octave produces light. Cosmic rays manifest when energy increases between the 72nd and the 84th level. Okay, what octave produce light? At what number again? This is very important because we're about to get into the north. Okay, cosmic rays manifest with no, energy. No, no, that's not what I asked. What octave produce light? Oh, I'm sorry, the 49th octave. The 49th octave, because once it, but at one point it produced heat, and then on to the 49th octave it starts to produce light, right? Right, yes. Okay, now at the 49th octave, what happens? Cosmic rays manifest. There we go. When, mm-hmm. Okay. Now you enter cosmic rays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cosmic rays manifest when energy increases between the 74th and the 84th octave level. Beyond the cosmic rays, octaves lie, which produce emotional and mental waves up to the sound hua. This is the pure green light of energy, the source which represents the name of Allah and coincides with the 99 elements. Your Arabic, Arabic word for cosmos is exists, be. Okay, so it's really no such thing as feelings in the way we interpret them. It's really just octave levels or energy and things of that nature that we are experiencing, but we're calling them feelings. Well, feelings is a sense. It works on your senses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Taste, mm-hmm. hear, touch, feel, that type of shit. So most people operate on the sense of feelings, on what they feel. And all of that is based on vibration. Vibra- okay. 
Maybe you know what I'm saying? It goes right back to right. the high taste. Uh-huh. Okay. Huh. Overstood. Okay. Uh, all things are created in tones and octaves of energy and vibration from the source, Hua, as I said before. And unless one mentions the names of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and nur, which enters the heart. Now stop now. Then, you see that? Did you peep that? He will not be what? Given the light. And where is the light at on the octave? The light is at the 49th octave. At the 49th octave, which means that's why he always say you want to speed up your vibration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In order to get to that light, it don't matter whether you confess with your tongue or not. A la, 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 or the 99 attributes of a lie doesn't matter. But you will have to speed up to that vibration to even get to the 49th octave where you can receive the light. Hmm. That means you will have to heat up first. You got to heat up. Yeah, you got to heat up. Let's go. Okay, let's go back to the part. Unless the man, blah, 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 he will not receive the light. Okay. And unless one mentions the names of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light. And it doesn't Lord. matter because where he vibrates at, where his tones at, tones and vibration are based upon octaves levels. So it doesn't matter what the fuck a motherfucker say. If he ain't, if his tones is not reaching the octave of 49th and his vibratory level is not vibrating at the 49th, he still won't receive the light. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. He can't, he can't okay. get to the electric power, uh, to the cosmic rays side. That's where the cosmic rays kick in at. Right. Right? At yep. what level does the cosmic rays kick in at? On uh, the octave? They manifest between the 72nd and the 84th octave level. Right. And the nigga got to get to the 49th first. Just to get the light. Yep. Just to get the light and then to travel on to the next octave of the what? The 84th? Of the cosmic rays, the 70, between the 72nd and the 84th octave level. Yes. and, it, and Absolutely. Uh-huh. And what else? Okay. Okay. Go back um, to the nigga can't get that light. Okay. And unless one mentions the names of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light and nur, which enters the heart and then is, is absorbed and dispersed to the rest of the body. You see that? Because that light is electrifying. So it starts to change the body and the heart, change the cells all the way down to the cellular level. That light will come in and change its own composition, transform them into a whole light being. You ain't got no choice but to be transformed at that point, motherfucker. If you can reach the 49th octave, what's next? Hmm, wow. Okay. And Nur is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called Adat. This the essence, essence of Allah, which is called Adat. That's strong, ain't it? Yes. Say that part one more time. And Nur is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called Adat. The manifestation, Nur. Is that what he's saying? Nur. Yes. The light. And Nur. Yes. Yeah. The light. Or this light. This light is the manifestation of Allah, right? It's the yes. essence of Allah, which the is the manifestation of, of Ad Hadat. What did it say? What the fuck it say? And Nur is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called Adat. This essence signifies that He is what He is. Adat are the. Yeah, so when a motherfucker gets to the point of Allah, notice that how He switched from He into Allah. See, Allah is not goddamn Allah. Allah raised up. A man or a female raised up to become Allah by reaching the 49th octave on up to the 72nd octave to the 84th to become Allah. At that point, he reached the essence. 
He beca- yeah, he kissed the essence at this point. Do you see how this shit go? You, do you understand the steps I that do. it takes to even be in a law or to be called in a law? Go back. Let's rewind it back to where homeboy has to be able to get there first because this is where you become a law. And, and, okay, and unless one mentions the names of Allah with his tongue and his heart, he will not be given the light. Anur, which enters the heart and then is absorbed and dispersed to the rest of the body. You see, Anur is man has to be transformed first at the 49th octave to even become this that coming up next, Allah. Right. Let's go. Anur is the manifestation of the essence of Allah, which is called Adat. This essence signifies that he is what he is. Adat are the things which are feminine, whatever they be that had existed from eternity. Adat is possessed by Du, which is masculine. Du is Hua, which is He. Hua is the presentation in the spirit from which comes the soul. This is the spirit and personality or I. Hua is which is He and which is and. Together they mean He and whatever else. And whatever else. This is called... Oh, I'm sorry. And once you get to the 84th, or 72 on to the 84th or whatever around that, you become a law. And at that point, the essence, the light is the manifestation of the essence of a law. And that essence is ad hadat. Yeah. You see? I get it. And, but what happens there? That motherfucker gets the spirit and the soul. And the soul. Yep. You see how this shit works? Go back to the, um, right, right before the part, before the spirit and the soul pops up. Whoever reached this level. Okay. Um, Adat is possessed by Du, which is masculine. Du is Hua, Hua, which is he. Hua is the presentation in the spirit from which comes the soul. This is the spirit with personality or I. Hua is which is he and which is and. Together they mean he and whatever else. This is called Kutbiya. Kutbiya also known as the eyeing principle. The eye of the heart is the kut, the axis, which is symbolic of two hearts. One, the heart which we know that expresses our sentiments and passions. Two, the inner heart, which is by far greater. It is an inverted heart that points back to Allah. Between it and the physical heart swings the pendulum of existence, surrounded by the 99 elements and the 99 names of Allah. El Kuk represents the chain reaction from the spark, which started the process of the spirit changing to the soul. That's how you become a living soul and not just a living spirit. Spirit, Once you yeah. get there, rewind that part hmm. right back again with about a quip. El Cooks represents the chain reaction from the spark, which started the process of the spirit changing to the soul. This was and is the life, which becomes the link of the etheric tie. Thus, El Cook represents the umbilic- umbilical cord to he. This is why so many Sufis stay in constant dicker to Allah. This is one of the Sufi chants. Oh, he who is... O he who is, O he whom no one knows what himself is, save himself. The Sufi knows that to praise Allah and worship will illuminate his spirit and help him to communicate with his inner senses. These are the things that you have no knowledge of. (laughs) This is why you question my teachings. All right. That's why you question my teachings. Okay, and then it goes on to another question. Okay, we can stop there for one second, though. Anybody got any, any I heard you say, mm, I tuned. Oh, that was, was that you? 
Yeah, Antichrist. Oh, Antichrist. I should have known the devil would say, mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why you say, uh, Antichrist? It was just kind of profound. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening. I'm like, hmm, okay. I'm asking, at the same time, I'm trying to understand what, you know what I'm saying, what that, what that meant. So I'm just analyzing it. Right, right. Absolutely. Okay, so you're trying to make sense of it or understand it. That's why I like to go over it over and over again. Basically, yeah. we are not supposed to stay the same. When people say whatever you do don't change, you are mm-hmm. supposed to change. Because the only way you will actually be a law is that you have to raise up your vibrations. See, monotheistic gives us one God. Mm-hmm. Monotheistic religions is one God, right? But there are many Allahs because we know that God is a plural word, more than one. So in order to raise your vibration, you can tell that the Sufis, as he mentioned, don't want to goddamn be a man in the order of Sufi their whole fucking life. They want to raise up to the to the 49th octave and receive the goddamn light to move on to the 72nd octave to the 84 to become Allah. Mm. Remember, the saying is no man is greater than Allah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm with you. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling that. So you ain't nothing until you become Allah. That's right. I'm feeling that. You ain't shit. Yeah, you then at that point inherit the 99 elements mm. or the 99 names of Allah mm-hmm. plus one. Absolutely. And the light nor possess your body. However, only Allah knows that the essence of Allah is the feminine, that which existed since eternity. And that, uh, add to that, is possessed by Hua. So when they say Allah or Hua, he who is who he is, they just reached add to that. Because that's the only way they can possess it. That's the only way they can become Allah. And he is in her, as it is said. He possessed her. He possessed as that duh or hua. Strong, ain't it? Yes. That's powerful. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Dawn Dakota Horn Show. Oh, yeah. Y'all already know what time it is. The moment that you've been waiting for, the one that you've been waiting here, the one that calls the call, that calls the effect. Put your hands together. Kalum, I'm in the love of the all and all love is in me. I am a part of the all and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. Hello. All right, baby. Ah, welcome, everybody, to the Don Nicole Young Show. Hope you all enjoyed that first hour, though. Uh, great day to everybody tuning in. You know the Don Nicole Young Show. It's 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, on Real Nigga Radio. Radio. 
man. One time for the callers, man. Anybody want to chop it up with Don Nicole Young, you already know the call-in number is 425-569-5274 or 515-605-9828. Oh, one more thing, too. If you have problems calling in, you might want to um, hit me up on Facebook or Run to the after party real quick, send me a private message or whatever, and I can call you into the show because some people say our phone providers want you to pay to listen to this damn show. So great day. Hold on, let me check on this uh, hand that's up. Uh, 470-572. Did you mean to push one? 470-572. Going once. Going twice. Oh, okay, I see it. All right. All right. <laughs> Great day to you, babe. Special shout-out to uh, everybody over there in the after party. That's our 24-hour voice-activated chat room. It's on PileTalk.com, please. <laughs> Type in and search the after party. You'll find us there. Great day, Bingy D. Hope all is well with you, baby. <laughs> Special shout-out to Miss Hudson. What up, Miss Hudson? <laughs> One time for Newbie Rock Week 9 is in the building. Sweet O'Shill, where you at, babe? Great day to you. Jay Jilzel, what up, Jay One? All right, let me check on these cellmates real quick, man. Great day to everybody over there on Lockdown Radio again. One time for Marie Queen in the building. Hope all is well with you, Marie. Special shout-out to Zena, Sister X in the building. Zena, why you ain't in the after party? You gave you um you taking a hiatus from the after party. Great day, Patrice twenty twenty. Special shout out to uh Dominique. Her signee is in the building, man. Great day, Dominique. Always an honor and a pleasure to uh, bless us with your presence over there on Lockdown Radio. Again, that's YouTube, y'all. Subscribe, hit the bell button. And uh, click all, you'll be notified when we go live. And also, um, just for the hell of it, hit the like button. Just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of it, baby. All right, so uh, got a few things. Y'all know Will, they just keep circulating, Will and Jaden shit. Oh, speaking of that, um, damn, I don't even know how to explain this shit. There is a... Okay, they got some old clips and shit of Will and Jada. I got rebuttal for them motherfuckers, though. Okay, even though, even though I'm still on the belief that he's beheaded. (laughs) That this nigga been executed. (laughs) Okay, I'm still going to believe that shit, okay? But um, I got something on that. But interesting enough. People are digging uh, for some old footage of Jada, and I and I come across one. I remember seeing this shit, and when I watched it, I said Jada is fucking talented. But they shitting on it. They are. They are. I totally forgot how talented Jada was. I remember seeing this. Do anybody remember that Jada used to? Um, she had a, um, a what is considered a heavy metal band or a rock band called Wicked Wisdom. Anybody remember? Anybody? No? I remember her. I mean, the girl is talented than a motherfucker. So this video resurfaced of her on stage, whole bunch of goddamn, probably hundreds of thousands of Caucasians and shit. You remember, Marie? Cool. Good, because I'm glad I'm not the only one. 
Um, so it's about hundreds of thousands of Caucasians, man. Check her bands out. This shit's so awesome. Um, yeah, but anyway, with people shitting on it, you know, I ain't going to say people shitting on it, but people are shitting on it. Simple fact is because they're trying to say this is um, this is why, um, you know, something like this is why Will on the goddamn spell of this bitch, right? But the shit is hot, man. Uh, Sweet Oshun, I'm pretty sure you might enjoy it. Um, let me turn my cam on for y'all and, and let y'all see it, uh, check it out. This is her on, the, on stage. Uh, yeah, this was Jay, Jay the Wild, man. I, I, I fuck with it. <laughs>
Go ahead, goddammit, man. That goddamn Jada, man. Wicked wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all give it up for Jada Pickett. Hey. Wicked wisdom right there. Oh, hold up, hold up. Sorry. Goddamn. That wicked wisdom right there, boys and girls. That shit, that hot. Y'all like that? Man, that takes a hell of a woman, man. That's a that takes a hell. That goddamn it, I always wanted to do heavy metal. I always wanted to do fucking heavy metal. That's why I went and purchased an acoustic guitar, electric guitar, and a bass guitar. I want to fucking kill it. This woman has just inspired John Nicole Young, baby. I have been inspired around this bitch. Uh, Dominique said, uh, no, uh, what do you want to say, Dominique Tersigny? He said, even the lyric slash message is useless. We, I, you, what, what does it say, Dominique? What is they saying? Because I have no idea. I have no idea what the hell is saying. So you mean to tell me that you're able to understand the, the lyrics slash message and realize it's useless? I don't know, man. The band is called Wicked <laughs> Wicked Wisdom. So I'm pretty sure they're saying some profound shit in that motherfucker, okay? And um, Jada always been like that, though. You know what I'm saying? She always been like that. You feel me? Like, Jada always been like that. She just kind of um, matured it up. Over the years, um, I'm about to type in Wicked Wisdom Rock Band and see if I can find some lyrics to that shit, because, nigga, Wicked Wisdom songs, okay. Um, that's the band, though. Uh, let me put uh, uh, featuring Jada Smith, uh, Jada Pickett. She, she probably didn't go back in high school. What's her name? Picnic? Or pick it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Featuring Jada. Oh, wow. It's Bleed All Over Me. Um, she she dropped the album. Well, well, I don't know what it is, but I know this date is November the 3rd, 20, uh, 2011. Yep. Oh, it's Pink. P-I-N-K-E-T-T. Yeah. This girl had fucking music, man. I see where Willow get it from. And Jaden. I see where they all get it from. That girl there, she out the box. She is out the box. Um, um, this is Bleed All Over Me. Let me see. Let me see if that's the, um, if, um, let me open up this mic here. And let me see if this is the same song she performed. Hold on. Give me a minute, y'all. I'm not I'm not going to show it on camera. God damn it. Give me a second. Yo, y'all see this goddamn video. It's on YouTube. Goddamn chick is in the graveyard with goddamn. Y'all want me to show y'all this shit? 
This shit, this chick in the graveyard, this bitch looking like the Black Widow, all types of shit. Y'all want to see a little bit? <laughs> I really want to find the song that they um, that they performed, though. No bullshit. Um, oh, there's another one of her with Wicked Wisdom. She performed. Damn, this girl go way back. Jada Bad. Jada Bad, motherfucker. Y'all sleeping on Jada. Y'all sleeping on Jada. Okay, it's called, this one is something inside of me. This shit hot. Yeah, something inside of me. Okay, give me give me one second. Give me one second. Let me drop this. Let me go to YouTube. And, um... So now we'll be able to listen to some lyrics that she's that she's performing. Uh, we hear her lyrics ourselves, Dominic, and let's then figure out if it's a useless message. Is it useless? Is the lyrics useless as you say it is, Dominic? You just mad? Ain't don't nobody want to play with you today? Okay, I'm gonna go to the after party real quick and grab it. Um, no, nah, this is now this is a different one. This is her um in Brooklyn. No, this is called Rockin' in Brooklyn. I don't fucking know. Okay, oh, sweet O'Shun, this is Afropunks. Two thousand thirteen Afropunks kick off the Commodore Berry Park in Brooklyn. Uh huh. And this is Jada right here. Damn, we ain't got the lyrics for it though. This bitch talented, man. Jada just got down, cleaned up a little bit. Now. Next joint we're about to sing for you. Play for you. Something inside of me. She was pretty back then. Oh, it's hard to hear it. Yeah, watch the bitch on stage, though. Her performance nasty. Something inside. Um, 
Something inside me. That's the name of it, I think, right? Newbie, you hate motherfucker. Y'all so used to that goddamn other type of music. I listen to all types, man. Something and shit. I think that's it, though. I think it. Hey, Brian. Brian, what you think, baby? Try the bad, man. Y'all niggas on some whole shit today. And uh, she performed at the Oz Fest in 2005. Um, best known for her acting as she shows. In, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I think I think that's the name of it. Something inside me. Hold on. Uh, God damn! I need to find a lyric to this shit. She got one. Yeah, something inside me. That's it. Something inside of me, I think that's it. The one I just played, right? Sweet Oshun. <sighs> Something inside me. Damn, I think Jada went by something else. Jada Corin. I think she went by another name. Yeah, she goes by Jada Corin. Corin, K-O-R-E-N. During that time, a performance alter ego that uses her real-life middle name. So that's her middle name, Corin. Corin, I think. Corin. Corin, that's her middle name. All right, so let me get this something inside me. Let's hear the fucking lyrics. You know, I'll never take niggas' word. Niggas don't understand shit any goddamn way. Something... Inside me, there we go. Lyrics. Gonna find out my goddamn self. All right, you ready? You ready for the lyrics? Something inside of me. Darkness calms. His haunting. Eyes whisper her unworthy demise. His weakness peels away her skin. Consoles his illness deep within. Violated, little girl. It's just enough to hate this world. Come on now. This shit useless? This is useless? Is this useless? Dominique, is this useless? Is this useless? Where your ass at? This useless? Dominique, is this useless? He probably got the hell on. Come on now, shot the fuck out of here. All right, let's continue. A violated little girl is just enough to hate this world. A big body betrays the young and steals her from her loving ones. You hear this? A big body betrays the young and steals her from her loving ones. Something inside of me is pissed. Something inside of me could throw a 10,000-pound fist. Something inside of me is so incensed. Something inside of me could break that motherfucker's neck. This some useless lyrics, nigga? This useless? The message is useless? Let's do it again. Verse 2. Strangled virtue, shallow holes, whisper this hate within my soul. To kill a man who dares to be the bringer of these vicious deeds. Children die from hands that feed the sickness of one's darkest needs. 
evil will be erased in the woods or secret place. Then there's the bridge. Then you say this four times, I don't want to be alone with this. I don't want to be alone with this. I don't want to be alone with this. Then it go back to the hook. The hook is something inside of me is pissed. Something inside of me could throw a 10,000-pound fist. Something inside of me is so incensed. Something inside of me could break that motherfucker's neck. That's useless. The message is useless, Dominique. Where you at, baby? You got the hell on? I don't see you no more. The message is useless and the lyrics is useless. That's useless. The message this, this, this. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you see why I don't goddamn listen to males. You see why I don't? Mm-mm. If a nigga tell me don't go down that street, I'm going down that fucking street. Fuck that. <laughs> Let me see for myself, goddammit. God damn. First of all, when you was raised by an alien, your whole life is different. Just You just do not fucking talk to humans, listen to fucking humans, obey goddamn humans, fall for humans. The message is useless. Y'all want another one? What up, boss lady? Y'all want another one? Y'all want, five, you want another one from Wicked Wisdom, from Jada? That's Jada Lyrics. The one I just showed where she was performing, that's what it's saying. I'll push play. I'll push play, even though we can barely understand it, though, but now we know what the fuck she's saying, something inside of me. Here we go, action. Let go, Jada. Let's kill these motherfuckers. 10,000 fists break this nigga neck. <laughs>
Go ahead, Jayla. That shit hot, man. Y'all niggas sleeping. They got some niggas out there in Brooklyn watching her. Niggas don't know nothing about this. People with melanin can't can't relate. You see all the niggas in the audience. People in, in, with melanin can't relate. Except for that little chick right there who just threw her hands up. You know what I'm saying? But them goddamn crackers, man, they bang. They bang. They bang. Yeah, this is... Um, that girl is different, man. Y'all, y'all don't understand what different is. Y'all have no, no, no clue what different is. <laughs> y'all stuck in hip hop and goddamn rap genre, R and B and shit. Y'all don't know what different is. Okay, Patrice, shit is hot, right? Yeah. Um. Um. Let's see what else I got. Damn, man, I'm so glad these niggas trying to hate on um, Jada. I wouldn't have found none. I wouldn't have found her music if they weren't trying to hate on her and put try to put two and two together, Patrice. You know what I'm saying? If they weren't if they weren't trying to hate on Jada, they digging up all Jada shit and boom, this is a fucking this is a revelation. It's amazing when you try to goddamn throw salt on somebody, but. The other person that is looking at you trying to throw salt is really recognizing some, this bitch needs some recognition. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, Jada Bad. Jada Bad. Jada Bad. And um, so the uh, that first one that I showed y'all, where she, we can really see it really good and hear the music, they put under there that uh, this is how the bitch put a spell on Will. But come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Jada, Will, prior to this bullshit, Will career keeps getting higher and higher, keeps jumping. Prior to this bullshit. Men don't listen to females, okay? We were listening to both of them. We were listening to both of them. We listened to Will and Jada at that table. At the end of the day, to find these collections, her music collections, that shit stopped, okay? Um, for real, that shit stopped. She still ain't got the farm that she wants in Baltimore. But Will shit just keeps continuing on. So who put the spell on who, motherfucker? Think about that shit. If it is a spell involved or an entrapment, who who has shrunk who? Who shrunk who? Think about this shit. We this last goddamn this goddamn the girl ain't dropped the album. The bitch ain't hit up no odds fest. She ain't did none of that shit. Since goddamn, since the early millennial, since 2001, 2, and 3, that's it. So come on now. She the one sitting at the damn house at a fucking red table and can't go no fucking where. Had to do something in the fucking house. They don't pay attention to shit. I hate men, sweet Oshun. I hate niggas, and I hate bitches that believe them motherfuckers without investigating what the fuck it really is, as if this shit ain't never happened to their ass. A lot of the shit 
you had to put down because of some, and mind you, the bitch cried walking down the fucking goddamn, she did not want this fucking life with this nigga. She did not want it. You know what I'm saying? She didn't want to be pregnant. She didn't want none of that shit. She wanted to continue out her fucking purpose, not the bitch at a fucking goddamn kitchen table. <laughs> she got some serious messages, man. And um, and I see Willow all through her ass now. I see that she literally, she literally created Willow. Because I listen to Willow music. You ever listen to, you heard Willow's new album? It, it dropped last year. Um, hold on, to, Toriano. Give me 12 seconds. Well, I'm going to ask you, can you expound on what you mean right there? Uh, Toriano said uh, that, Don, the use, the use our mind to help build the Sims. They, you, what do you mean by that? Okay, Willow dropped an album last year. I played it. That shit is hot like a motherfucker. Not not the first album. She dropped one last year, Zena. I played it in the after party. I had that bitch on repeat. But y'all motherfuckers probably muted that shit. That shit there. And looking at Jada on the stage, those the same messages. Um, that's the same messages similar that uh, Jada, Jada's music is, is about, she her fucking album hot. I just can't believe it, you know. Her fucking album is hot. It's a little toned downer than uh, Wicked Wisdom Band. It's just a little toner downer, more like pop slash rock uh, with Willow. But that's something that Willow always wanted to be. She hated... Um, doing music the way everybody else wanted her to do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, Will. Will Will was the one that got her into depression. Her daddy, not her mama Jada. So just think about this shit. Will got Willow, put Willow in depression where she started cutting herself. Okay? Now, who else was depressed with Will Smith? Jada. Stay in the room for over 45 goddamn days crying and couldn't stop. Wouldn't come out the fucking room. Because Jada couldn't fucking continue to blossom. She couldn't continue to blossom, y'all. Now, here's the flip side. Here's the other side, Willow, with the music shit. And Will admitted that he was wrong for doing her like that, trying to pattern her or shape her um, as far as music is concerned the way he wanted her to be, and she was dying inside because she had something else that needed to be released as an artist in her. You understand? So Will admitted he was wrong for all of that shit that, come on now, come on. Where y'all at? Where the fuck y'all at today? Shit. So Willow dying inside, she starts cutting herself. Um, she started cutting herself um, because Will trying to make her be something that she ain't. Jada in the fucking room, locked up in darkness because Will done stifling her ass too. All right? Oh, for real, all this shit. That red table, something serious, motherfucker. Y'all need to watch that with retaining the day ass because 
y'all motherfuckers be thinking, goddamn, y'all motherfuckers be thinking that a goddamn fucking, like, the fuck, like, the fuck. But anyway, when Will came to his fucking senses and he explained that it was his fucking ego that fucked everybody up in the goddamn house and had them fucking miserable. He said that shit. He said it was my fucking ego that had y'all fucking miserable. My ego was in the way of all y'all shit. Because he's thinking because he's a success in one area, he figures that he can figure out what the fuck everybody else shit is, and that ain't the way that shit go. That's a man for you. Remember now, you can't get your wings once touched by man. So now Jada is miserable. Willow is miserable. When they finally had to refigure this shit out, Will had to figure this shit out. What he was doing to them motherfuckers. Man, some men will never figure no shit out like that. You know what I'm saying? It will still be a blame on everybody but his ass because he's the number one provider. He the man of the house or whatever like that. So once, but Will is different. This a different nigga. When does a man become a man when he learns from his mistakes and hurries to correct them? He corrected it once he had to look inside himself and see that he was the reason for all this darkness and depression and and fucking suicidal thoughts and daughters cutting her fucking arms and shit up because of this motherfucker trying to groom her to be what he want her to be as far as her music is concerned. And wife won't come out the fucking room and all this other shit. Jaden... Jaden ass, this nigga here, looking like a goddamn skeleton, he is losing it as well. The only healthy motherfucker that's smiling in the fucking family is the goddamn husband. Will looking like he ain't Mr. Mill, he ain't Mr. Jim, he ain't Mr. Dollar. Everybody else is fucked up. You hear me? Remember Jaden looking like a fucking skeleton? This nigga that did all types of shit to his fucking self. Willow looking like goddamn Edward Scissor's hands on herself, slicing herself the fuck up. And Jada has checked the fuck out. <laughs> this is all during this time, motherfucker. This shit wild. And Will looking like goddamn, you know, Will looking all healthy, happy, only one cheesing, only one we see. I'm doing his movies, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, goddamn, what the fuck? So anyway, so when Will looked in the mirror and realized that he fucked up everybody in that goddamn house except for his goddamn self, they all came out of their misery, pain and suffering this nigga was causing. All three of them. Even to the point, this is when Jada Mama had to move in, y'all. This is when Jada Mama had to move in because she got to save her baby and her grandbabies. Ain't nobody there, you know what I'm saying, to walk in that room and, 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 and you know, the center. You know what I'm saying? Man is not the center. I don't give a fuck what you say. He'll never be the goddamn center. Her mama had to show up and resuscitate every last one of them motherfuckers, Jada, Willow, and Jaden. While this motherfucker, the most happiest, healthiest, mental fucking 
motherfucker ever. That's typical, 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 typical shit, typical shit. And everybody else dying and, and suicidal and shit. So, Glammom, Glammy, <laughs> moves in. She had to go save. She got to save the babies. Save her babies. Save the mother and the babies. So back to Will. This motherfucker, Willow, said that that nigga fucked her up so bad that she had an issue with this nigga. She resented him, so she resulted to chopping her damn arms and shit up because she had something inside that she wanted to release, and that nigga didn't want her to release the shit. He wanted it his way as far as her music career is concerned. Will acknowledged that he was fucked up. It was his ego or some old shit, and we find it on the red table that day. He's explained exactly what the fuck he saw within inside himself and had no idea what he was doing to the, his wife and the children in the fucking house. Now, back to Willow. He stepped back, which is a good thing. He stepped back from her career. Put your hands off the bitch. Keep your hands off of Willow. Got it? No more of that shit. Got it? He, he, he stepped off, right? You understand? And that is when she fully blossomed into what she wanted to become as an artist. So when you hear this album that dropped finally last year in the music, the lyrics, each fucking song, man, it's a message in that motherfucker. It is so fucking profound. It is incredible because these motherfuckers, the messages, there has not been one message in Will Smith's song ever, but Jada and Willow got messages that could save the fucking world in their music. You hear me? You hear me? She didn't even want to do... Uh, Whip my hair. That's not what she wanted to do, Zena. That was some old commercial-ass bullshit goddamn Will wanted her to do. That was not her style. I whip my hair back and forth, back and forth. She didn't want to do no shit like that. So watch. So when he finally stopped touching her so she can get her fucking wings and grow into this this savior artist, this, 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 you know, speak to what people are suffering from, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the fuck it is, speak that language because you've been there. You know what I'm saying? You've, you've, you've been there. You could be still be there as an artist. But singing out to reach so many motherfuckers about a message that, so that people, adults, have no clue what children or teens or young adults, their parents have no clue of what the fuck is going on. You understand? So that album is hot than a motherfucker. The album is like the past me. So listening to Willow album was like I was taken back to to what was going on with me. You know what I'm saying? But it could still happening to a whole bunch of motherfuckers right now, you know? So, but anyway, so Will, and the only reason why I like him is because he sees his fucking faults. Even though 
it fucks it fucks up with everybody in the house got to be at their darkest, darkest moment and this nigga here is, is a fucking happy goddamn camper. It's really fucked up that women and children have to be put in that situation when man um is is involved, that they have to go through the darkest fucked up ass shit, man. That is some foul ass shit. But what I'm saying with Will is it's fucked up that man has to do that, but some man could care less to look within himself and know that he is the reason. Man would never fucking see himself the reason for this shit. But Will admitted that he was the reason for all that shit, for what he did to his daughter, um, you know, and how. And then, he did, you know, man don't pay attention to the psyche. He didn't pay attention that the whole house was broken the fault down except for his goddamn man. So, but, okay, so back to why I like Will is the fact that he knew that shit. And he talked that shit out with his wife, with his daughters of his fucked up ass mentality during that time that it sent everybody into a very bad fucking mental breakdown because of this nigga. It was... It was enlightening and it was comical because they're because everybody didn't heal, everybody got better because this motherfucker decided to realize he is the cause of all this shit. So at the red table, it was it was more like you know it was all happy and they was joking, you know what I'm saying? They st- nobody was still hurt and pissed off at this motherfucker for what he did, you know what I'm saying? Nobody was still hurt because this is years later, you know, that that happened. Willow was younger. Remember, Willow started doing a lot of acting out type of shit, you know. And um, (laughs) Willow bought August to her mama and shit. Mama, maybe this nigga can't help you out the bed, honey. You ain't ever got to be in that bed no goddamn more. I don't know how the fuck that shit happened, but some outside forces gonna have to do some work. Glam came in, Grammy, whatever her name, the grandmama came in, got everybody, Austina got Gina, uh, what her name, Jada got damn back on the profit, cause this <laughs> That's right, sweet old shoe. Do y'all remember? No, they said Willow did. They said Jaden. I thought Willow. I heard recently it was Willow, but now the story changed. Who gives a fuck? We know that nigga was in the family. But um, Sweet O'Shun, do y'all, Sweet O'Shun reminded me, remember when Jaden was talking about cutting his goddamn penis off? That was doing all that time right there. That is that darkness. That is what this motherfucker was having crazy making everybody. Will was crazy making everybody. That's right. Jaden was talking about cutting his goddamn penis off. Sweet old shoe. I'm glad, girl, they ain't wiped your fucking brain. I'm glad they did not wipe your motherfucking brain, girl. No MK Ultra on your ass today. Man, that shit was wild. He wanted to be emancipated at 15. This was a motherfucker for them. 
and and we'll just keep getting higher and higher, just climbing and climbing, and his family is declining because that's a man for you. That's a man for you. You ain't got nothing to do with goddamn just will, motherfucker. Y'all don't pay attention to these motherfuckers. I do. I make it my business look at every last one of these niggas. moment they get a bitch, moment that bitch gets some children, I'm keeping an eye on that motherfucker and looking at the fucking state, the mental state, the healthy state, the physical state, the emotional state of them goddamn motherfuckers in that goddamn house that he's so-called a goddamn man of. I pay attention to all that shit. I pay attention to all that shit, boo, which is why I can't let a nigga stay long. Hell no, nah, man. Y'all got something in you, motherfuckers. You'll be the only one goddamn happy, healthy, and smiling. It's something in you, motherfuckers. It's something in you, motherfuckers, that want a child to run away from home. It's something about that shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. God damn, make the dog want to goddamn get off the leash and never come back. Like, <laughs> there goes the fucking neighborhood. Something wrong, I'm telling you. Heaven turned their back. Like, it's something, it's something about that shit, motherfucker. Uh-uh. Ooh. Hell no. Nah. nah, can't stay long. All hell will break loose. Cannot stay long. Man, can't stay long, man. Everything be depressed around this bitch. The grass start dying. <laughs> it's fucking death, man. Like, it's worse. It's terrible. I'm telling you, you know what the fuck I know, man. House start falling apart. Shit start popping. Pipes start busting. The house hate his ass. All hell breaks loose. Leaking the fucking roof now. God damn it. Like, everything. When this motherfucker something about it, boy, I'm telling you, I fucking know. Something about that shit. Woo! Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but when, when does a man become a man? When you learn from your mistakes and hurry to correct them, the family is flourishing, and all of a sudden, here we are now. Will is once the bad guy to the world. The dead one or alive one, I have no fucking idea, but Jada is fucking talented. Fuck what you heard. All right, now, uh, Jada and Willow, the whole family is, but that goddamn Will fucking Smith. Everybody want to look at the kids and blame Jada and all that shit, man. Get the fuck out of here with that. All right, so here's, I got some for y'all. Um, oh, yeah, this this is another one. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, my God. Prosecutor played dash cam video in court of Uber driver begging for her life. Oh, my goodness. Some niggas trying to rob the Uber driver. Y'all are wrong for this shit. Knowing damn well they trying, they trying to rub two nickels together. Let me find it. Wait a minute. What happened to it? Man, they took it out. Hold up. They paid. Right then, they took that bitch out. Oh, y'all lucky today. Oh, y'all lucky. Hold up. Y'all might be lucky today. Hold up. Oh, here it is. Old video reveals, okay? Uh, they ain't got shit, boy. They got on these motherfuckers. Here we go. 
You know Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't start filming me without asking me if you could film me. Esther, come help. I remember this. Y'all, I played this when it first hit seven years ago. Would you say she has been instrumental? You know Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Esther, me. Esther, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, no, she, yeah, because she, don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurt that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Please watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? What the fuck? Y'all don't remember this? I played this video when it first dropped. That was what, 2017, 1892, around August I've seen today, right? They're trying to get it together, ain't they? Trying to get it together. Shit. <laughs> anyway, goddamn. All right, that's enough of Will and Jada, man. I hope y'all enjoyed that moment, man. Y'all know I'm going to bat for uh, the one that's been executed. And uh, the one that's been, uh, what's it called? A&E, arrested and executed, J1. <laughs> Will Smith arrested and executed. This is an execution. Right here they doing on this nigga. Arrested and executed and and, and goddamn Jada. Anyway, alright. People just oh Lord have mercy. Well they gonna always have something to say. You you already know. They always gonna have something to say. Uh what up G? You show both you show both sides boss. Which side I show? Man, I pay attention to that type of shit, man. Because, I mean, you know, you finally get, like, you know, with Will, you get an open motherfucker that's going to, you know what I'm saying, that red table, that red table with them, that's the only time I listen to them motherfuckers. The Will at that damn table, they got some more other issues and shit. So, you know, you learn a lot, man. You learn a lot. It's some shit that I, you know, it's some, he's daddy dearest. Well, he didn't know he was it, though, until um, he didn't know he was becoming. I am, too, man. I fucked my daughter up, G. I fucked Warrior up so bad, and I feel, and I still regret that shit. You know? I did. I, I did all my children like that, but Warrior, Warrior is the one I regret doing that shit, too. I don't regret it with them other motherfuckers, but... I did Warrior like that. I was, I was, with her music, I, I did her like that. And um, I, I was so mad at her that I kicked her out of my studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the bitch wouldn't do what I wanted her to do um, as far as the song that I wrote for. And she didn't want to, well, okay. She didn't want to cuss. <laughs> I 
that's, that's what it was, okay? Let me just come out with it. She didn't want to say a bad word, a few. Matter of fact, I know what it was. Look, Zena, where you at? She didn't want to say faggot in the fucking lyrics that I wrote for her. And I was pissed off at her because the girl, because, you know, all my children, are, I, I, they are cussers, okay? So they, they do use profane language as their mom, and I love it. I love every bit of it. As you heard Warrior call in yesterday, Mom, I told that motherfucker that that ain't a goddamn third. Oh, that motherfucker's a black-ass devil. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, she had to have been like 12 12 or 13, and um, I, I recorded a few songs uh, for her and wrote a few songs for her. And um, then I wrote this song, and Faggot was in the motherfucker. Even though bitch, fuck, she's 13 now, bitch, fuck, kiss my ass, suck my dick, all that shit was in the motherfucker. And, uh, but she didn't want to say faggot. She didn't want to say faggot, and I got mad at her, and I, I kicked her out of my studio, and trust me, that was actually an office building. It was at nighttime. It was at nighttime. It was, uh probably like 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Kicked my little 13-year-old baby out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You don't want to say shit. Get the fuck out. The fuck. So I kicked out. Uh, I'm quick to kick a bitch out <laughs> and a nigga out. Don't give a fuck how old you are. I will kick you the fuck out. You can be two years old, and I'll kick your ass the fuck out. So, yeah, gee, I, I, um, and I, I fucked her up real bad from that. I did. Um... And from there, she never, ever, ever wanted to, um, and she's so talented, too, and I messed her up. For, I messed her up real bad um, from that moment, and she traumatized, and she, at that point, never, ever wanted to, you know, be who she naturally is. Uh, one of her uh, attributes is that. Um, yeah, so that's what did it. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I know I'm a Joe Jackson. I know I am. I know I'm a Joe Jackson to my children. Um, I'm, I'm diabolical with it. And, I, and, like I, and with Tierra, I fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah, so basically Tierra and Warrior are the two I fucked up real bad because I prefer perfection. I prefer it, I prefer it my way. You know what I'm saying, and and my way is basically, you know, you know what it is, you know, I, you know, shaping and chiseling and cutting to make this fucking diamond. You understand, G? So I get the daddy dearest, the mama dearest part. Even my mama told me I was mama dearest. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I already know that. I, I mean, I'm not gonna duck. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what's his name? Will probably figured it out during that time. He was more like a Joe Jackson, but we got to say Daddy Dearest. But I don't think he might have went to that extreme. 
you know what I'm saying, of both Joe and and uh, Daddy Dearest shit. But I am an extremist. I've done some, this is the truth, I've, I've done some horrible shit to my children when my mind is in it. You know what I'm saying? When my mind is in it and I need you perfect, right, and exact, and you don't give me that shit, I get pissed off. I get mad. Tell you get the fuck on, get the fuck on, get the fuck on, and I'm not I'm not changing. I'm just putting that on record. I'm not changing. I'm just I just regret. I, I regret that I, I scalded them. I traumatized them in regards to uh, you know something that comes to people so natural. You know what I'm saying? But they tend to not to do what you want them to do. And I, um, you know, I, I rule, I rule hard, I rule hard. That's that's my daddy part in me, you know what I'm saying? That's the daddy, that's my daddy. Even though my dad, this motherfucker, didn't have no type of <laughs> like. No type of, you know, coaching and shit, you know, to bring out the best. This motherfucker just beat our ass because we goddamn ate up the goddamn ice cream or some shit. I will beat your ass because your ass ain't, you are not, I won't touch my children, but I will beat your ass. I will hurt you because your ass is refusing to say the word faggot. (laughs) Bitch, I'm trying to turn you into a goddamn superstar. Jenna Jackson, a goddamn superstar. Goddamn hell is wrong. You can say faggot, bitch. And she won't say faggot. I got pissed. So it ain't got nothing to do. I won't beat your ass because you ate up the ice cream or drank the orange juice. But I will holler and yell and hurt your fucking feelings because your ass don't want to do what the fuck I say regarding your career choice, your talents. Let me bring it out. So, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So and what I'm different. I got it from my father. But, but this nigga, you know, did the type like you know he'll beat a motherfucker ass because they didn't make the bed, motherfucker, you know, like that's 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 my new. All all of us have talent. All of us have talent. We all of us have purpose. Beat our ass when we go against that purpose. Beat our ass when we stagnate our talent. But don't beat our ass over no motherfucking bed ain't being made, motherfucker. That's not ruling properly. You know what I'm saying? That ain't way that shit work. You know, get in our ass because we're not, we done goddamn drifted and fell off the fucking path or got distracted or some shit. Digging our ass over that shit. But all that stupid bullshit, who, who papers this on the floor? Well, I'm about to whoop everybody's ass. If nobody don't fucking say who paper this is on the goddamn floor. Like, paper on the floor, motherfucker. Your children are gifted. Never boosted. Never shoplifted. You're going to beat our ass over a goddamn piece of paper on the goddamn floor. That is not how you rule. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I do it because I'm different. If I see it in you... I want to bring it out of you, you know. I want to bring it out of you, and my method is insanity. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 sick with it. I'm diabolical with it. If you struggle with me, 
I'm going to hurt you. I let me bring this shit out of you. Let me bring it out of you. That's it. And so, yeah, I did it to Tierra and Warrior, the other two, you know, Adonia and Sananda look different, but I fucked them up. I ain't going to need front. I wondered if Joe Jackson ever uh, um, ever admit that um, that he um, that he did fuck them kids up. Did he ever admit that? Cause I know watching uh, Larry King, he was like Joe, man, you you were beating them motherfuckers, were you? And Joe said that's slavery. I remember that Joe, Joe said that's slavery. I don't know where y'all get that from. That's slavery. I'm going to be my goddamn kids. That's slavery. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it's, I don't know, but I say, like, for me, I know that shit came, that, that diabolical shit came from my father's side, from my dad. So, yeah, I'm a beast with it, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I know, I know to be the beast to bring out the best in you, but I kind of fucked up. So that's that. My baby was scarred. Fucked her ass up, man. She she didn't ever want to do that ever again. Next thing you know, she butt naked all on Instagram. <laughs> I fucked that. I fucked. Whoop! Fucked that up. Anyway, um, yeah. So. Okay, Brian. Don, can you please tell me the four wins to fold shit shit up? Huh? The what? The four wins to fold shit shit up. What you mean? The four wins? You got the um you got chips holding up the four wins, so they say. The four corners. I'm sorry, holding up the four wins. The it's four ships. That is the matchless win, the evil win, and two other names of the fucking wins. And they're the ones that are in the four corners holding the planet Earth. There's four ships holding the planet Earth. Um, holding the planet Earth. So the reason why we say let the four winds fold, let the four winds fold, this is because of Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Okay, the atomic bomb when they uh, damn near split the earth, okay? This is where the conversation of the four wind foes come in at. All right, Brian? So, and please don't make me waste my words. So listen to me. So anyway, so right before they um, used the... uh, Right before they, um, you know, um, used the atomic bomb, split the atom, and that's what happened. That's why it's called atomic bomb. It was the atom that they split. Did y'all know that? Atomic bomb. So they split the fucking atom, okay? So right before that was happening, they were watching on, the watchers. And we called the watchers the Gigi. They was watching on, and a meeting took place with the whole um, inter and galactic 
Intergalactic and Galactic Federation. And I told you all how you all always would be able to know when they all come together. Because they're, they're, you will see it if you, if you look at the sun reflecting on the moon, so that's where the moon gets its light from, the sun. You will see this huge fucking aura. It's like so, it's like miles long and around. It's so huge. And it has all these different colors. It's like a circle within 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 a circle of light. You got it? Just emitting. Not like what you see today. Ooh, look at that moon. Ain't nothing out there. There's just a light shining on it. Okay? So they all come together. That's when the whole federation come together. The galactic and intergalactic confederation comes together, and they all did. Okay? From all different, they all came together. And so when they cracked the earth, almost cracked the earth, Right during that time, watching. So it kind of puts you in the mind of um, Zion, when they all come together as the council on Zion. Or if you look at The One, and you'll see the whole council come together on the movie The One. On the Matrix Zion is what I'm saying. In Zion, you see the whole council. So they all came together. Yeah, they all came together and wanted to know what to do. Should they intervene or not? So the whole council, all the inter and galactic, the intergalactic and the galactic federation all came together and they took a vote. You know, should they intervene, should they intercede or not, should they step in or not? And so some voted yes, let's inter- yeah, yeah, some voted yes and those voted no. One in particular that voted no, because there's always a Mikael in every galactic council that takes the seat. We're in the 18th galaxy, so there is a seat of Mikael, in a sense, and all the rest of the 24 elders. 24 elders in every universe, in every, um, yeah, galaxy, universe, galaxy, in this universe is. So, this particular Mikael and this part that is that governs the watchers that govern this solar system said, "Let the four winds fold." Fuck it, let the four winds fold. This is how that, that's how the word comes up. And the four winds was speaking about the four ships that hold what you call this plan ET, this planet together, in the four corners that happened. 240 fucking billion years ago. <laughs> 240 billion years ago. Uh, yeah, 240 billion years ago. Don't don't count me right on that that number. And so because of the crash, blah, 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 the fight, blah, 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 the winds, uh, the four winds are the four fighter ships that hold this planet together. While it heals, and it's still healing at the end of the day. So that's the four winds. So let the four winds fold, basically. Let's, let's uh, call the four winds, the four ships that's holding this plane together, 
and, you know, let it go and let it collapse, let it implode, let the planet wobble out of orbit, whatever the fuck it is, let it all, let it all go to hell. And, of course, they were outnumbered. You understand? And the one that said, let the four winds fold. So that's your four winds, the ships that's holding the planets, uh, four corners together. So, boom. So they all came down. Everybody saw the lights. Um, that particular ship that you see in WGAG logo is the one that was captured in Utah. And it that was human beings' first sight of what they want to call later on, water it down by way of your government crop circles. And that was a message saying, y'all need to chill the fuck out. So, boom, they sent, I think, 24, 25 and all to come down um, in the 1940s. Yeah, Comet uh, Bennett, I think. They sent Comet during the 1940s, those light beings to come down and uh, intercede. Yeah, and intercede, so, and, and help their children, their bloodline, because they seeded so many throughout time. They always come down and seed a woman, take a woman, not a man, and seed their seed. So generations later, millions of generations later, speeded up to the year 1900, in the 40s, they had to come and and intervene. It was uh, 24 or 25 of them showed up. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, three or four went back. Two ended up being captured, um, and they ended up being captured and placed in some type of um, confinement in the Pentagon. Haru and Maru. And they started giving the Pentagon, your government, information and all this other type of stuff. They started using them for their um, knowledge. And the other, some ended up in Tibet, somewhere over there on that side. And another one, it's all, basically it's five remaining. It's five remaining on the planet. And one just so happened to be the one we know out of the five that stayed, right? Yeah, and Haru and Maru, we know them too. And there's two others, two others that stayed. And they are the ones that have the insight that can tell you what they're plotting, planning, show you, expose, and all that type of shit, and also get you back to your psychic ability, not your emotional or your physical state. So if you pay attention to by the time, that's the 40s, so let's say 48, 58, 68, 78, uh, those 30 years, 
that all of a sudden people started getting an awakening, which really pissed off your government around the world. These five was placed around the world, but two was in America working for the Pentagon. They started influencing the minds of the people so you saw that so many gurus and mystics and all these people was getting into their spirituality, spiritual consciousness. That was right around the same time once they all, you know what I'm saying, were seated properly on the planet. So you, these people felt a new consciousness taking place. You understand? And... That didn't stop your government, though, because simultaneously the MK Ultra um, program was in effect. Okay, was being studied, and LSD was finally perfected. So a lot of all the spiritual babies that got that awakening at that time ended up using what they wanted to sell to these motherfuckers as a gateway to have them getting closer to their consciousness or super-consciousness or spirituality, now they on LSD. I'm low. Can you hear me? Um, so, so anyway, so that was the conscious era. Now, if you move in to when this being simulated itself in the music era, in the music in the 19... 19- 60s, our music changed. The music that y'all don't like for me to fucking play in the after party. So music, our soul music, ended up having a higher consciousness state, a higher conscious awareness um, was being broadcasted in our uh, genre of beings, and it's interesting because during that same time, Marvin Gaye saw the sham, a lot of our own people, Teddy Pendergrass, everybody was seeing the shams and all that type of stuff, but the music, it changed. So if you listen to the music in the 40s, black music in the 40s, and I do, black music in the 30s and 40s and 50s, By the time the 60s hit, the awakening took place because they were seated. And they started seeing things that they never knew existed. And the awakening of our um, race of people, this is before we were born, but you can always go back and check it. So the music changed, yes or no? G, where you at, baby? So the music changed to an awakening like, wake up everybody. Um, ain't no stopping us now. We on the move. Um, you're my starship. Come take me up tonight. And don't be late. And don't you come too soon. Is that too much for some of you? Anybody can dance with me on this? So, um, and Atlantis. George Clinton, the Funkadelics, the Mothership. Y'all should know the Mothership by now. 
So the awakening was happening with the Nubians before we were born, boys and girls, because they they came. They're here. They're here. And I can go on and on and on. I try to, especially with this music and the after party. But y'all mute my motherfucking mic. Y'all mute the after party when I play this shit because it showed that there was a different consciousness even in the Negro genre. And so, um, and the awareness of self, black, and I'm proud. Even James Brown got that feeling, that funky feeling, can feel it. You understand? That's what happened when they came, Brian. So instead of the four winds folding, one in particular, and it's not by chance, by the time the 80s hit, which took two years to film this movie, so it started, the writing of this movie started in the 70s, and it was released in the 80s in theaters, The Brother from Another Planet. They all knew. Call it bullshit if you like. But they knew that the same nigga that said let the four winds fold in the council had to show up here and went amongst their kind, the Anunnaki children that's blessed with non-lethal hair and melanin-enriched genes, sun-heat genes. And it's not no coincidence that they dropped this movie called The Brother from Another Planet. You hear me? And in that movie, you will see the Ansaro Law, the Nubian Islamic Hebrews, the brothers in white, and a huge picture of the brother from another planet outside on the sidewalk in that fucking movie. You'll see Yanun. You'll see Yanun. Now, don't ask me who is Yanun or what the fuck Yanun look like. Go, go look at the movie, The Brother from Another Fucking Planet, and you'll see it. Now, So, that's what it is. So, they went to the Irish side, their kind. They went, uh, some, uh, it was a 24, five stayed. Uh, I forgot how many went back, and a few of them was killed off. Right? Now, interesting enough, the ones that was killed off are the same ones, Zena, this brother from another planet told us prior to Eisenhower right-hand man talking about it. And he also put it in his book because he would know how many people went back successfully, how many people stayed here successfully, and how many people died when they arrived in that year. So it was two think two or three, the government killed them. You know what I'm saying? It killed them. And you actually see all, you, and it's wild because you get to see that. They play it out in um, X-Files. They do. They play it out in X-Files when, when, when they killed the two that landed here. They play that shit out. But even though, again, Eisenhower, right-hand man, explained it and said what happened. But, um, yeah, so 
Instead of the four winds folding, these folks showed up. You understand? But remember the iniquities of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled. It was too much, too much, um, too much, what's the word I'm looking for? Spiritual consciousness that was happening, especially with the music. And remember, which is another reason why they wanted to kill off Bob Marley, because his message was in the music, you know, and waking niggas up, of course. You understand? Which is why they wanted to kill off. But remember now, they stopped literally using bullets on niggas. They stopped using bullets on niggas. You notice that, right? The CIA stopped doing the assassinations using bullets on niggas simply because of what? Because people would always see it as an assassination. Right? Of some unknown person. So they put the gun in Martin, um, I'm sorry, in, in, in Marvin Gaye's father's hands to kill him. No more soul music with that, right? They drugged and, and alcohol the hell out of goddamn David Ruffin and whoever the fuck else, right? Silent killers, y'all. So many of them died. So many of them died. Because they couldn't take that, that music. It was waking up niggas. They don't want niggas woke up. Y'all know that. This is before we were born. They don't want niggas woke. They don't. They do not want you woke. Ain't no such thing as a woke homosexual. Negro. Ain't no such thing as a woke black Negro lesbian bitch. There's no such thing as that, <laughs> okay? Like, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. You understand? There's no such thing as spiritual consciousness um, because, it's, because you're free, basically. You're not mentally enslaved. You're woke. You know what I'm saying? The mind is now belongs to you, and you're no longer under mind control. So the drugs was important. The drugs, so they created a whole new genre of what we call R&B. You hear me? Right? The music changed by the late or the early 80s going into mid-80s. Did it not? You dropped the bomb on me. It was about drugs. It was about drugs. The men all pause when they walk into the room, let me powder my nose. Now the sister's in the bathroom snorting cocaine. So these R&B so-called groups that was putting out conscious, awakening fucking music, from the Gap Band to the Cool in the Gang and all them motherfuckers way back then, the Jew man said you got to change your lyrics. So every lyric was, is, had drugs in it. At the same time, it's the 80s, simultaneously they dropped the drugs, more drugs, a new drug from LSD to crack and cocaine. Now they all poison, right? Got Billy D. Williams to advertise coke. Colt 45, right? 
malt liquor. So, boom. Now our communities is full of zombies. Right? Remember Code 45? I sound like I was here since the beginning of the foundation of the planet Earth. I swear to God, I've only been on this planet for 45 fucking years. So, use Billy D for Code 45. And now, motherfuckers, and that's poison, by the way. That's poison. So, no more consciousness. No more spiritual consciousness. No more spiritual awareness of self, melanin, beautiful, black, proud, nobody. You won't find it nowhere. So by the time we're born, let's say in the 70s, and let's say we're 10 years old in the 80s, we see nothing. We see niggas in jerry curls. We see what we what appears to be a woman saying she work hard for the money, so hard for the mon- money. But that's a goddamn man, Donald Summers. We see feminine niggas wearing high heel, knee boots, thigh boots, such as Rick James. And tight-fitting clothes. Yes or no? So, from from let's say we all of us here, with the exception of G and whoever else, we let's say we were born in the year 1970, not 71, 72. So let's take it to where we're 10 years old now. Okay, 80. Okay, this is when this is when your imagination is shut down anyway. You understand? This is where now you are emulating what you see or what you think is right and exact as a 10-year-old Nubian child just hit 10 in 1980. Okay? Got it? So, what do we see? No more black and proud no more consciousness, no more spiritual consciousness, right? Blatant zombies and controlled Negroes in the music industry and not in the business, right? That's how they did it. So here we are, some of us now who can relate, Let's say it's 1985, 1988 and 1989, right? We start to hear a voice that's different from everybody else. Because they shut that shit down, because they shut down the black conscious era, the black consciousness, right, and pushed everybody because at the same time, simultaneously, you had the nation of Islam, the gods of nations and earth, um, gods of earth, gods, whatever, the nation of gods and earth. You had the, you know, Noble Jew Ali, Morris Science Temple. All this shit is flourishing. So you can go anywhere. You got the shrine of the black Madonna, too. 
You got all this access, not you and I, but but it's pushed it's pushed in the dark in the darkest areas of our community. Because what shrouded it was now the bad music that neither our mothers and fathers could, could say that was bad. They just went along with it and sung it and played it in the car. But these conscious awareness situations were still here. They were just pushed and cluttered, put on top of it was drugs. Mr. White Man got highly intelligent because he hates us. And he funded, listen, he funded niggas. And yet, um, Richard Pryor played a huge part of it. Put Richard Pryor in movies, because remember, whatever you see in movies is what you're going to see on your streets. Got Richard Pryor doing drugs. Okay? Now, the children born in the 40s and 50s looked up to Richard Pryor. These same children born in the 40s and 50s, we got 60s and 70s and, and uh, no, 50s. So we got 60s and 70s where they about to hit 20 and looking at Richard Pryor movie where he's drugged the fuck out, doing drugs, cocaine. Okay? This is how they sell it to the generation. So now someone that was at once exposing this cracker on stage ended up in bed with a few of them, and not only in bed with a few of them, also subliminally selling drugs on film to his own kind. Right? But that's not all because the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled, boys and girls. So... Simultaneously, what was happening is that they had to start putting money into black films. They don't ever put money into righteous black films. Then you got your black exploitation films. So they had to hit them there. Black exploitation films where the black woman, mind you now, remember now, the black woman was God when they landed, okay? The black man was God. You still have nations of gods and earth. You hear me? You understand? But now your black woman is a whore, is a prostitute. You hear me? There were some movies where it was all about sticking it to the fucking white man. That didn't get a lot of play. That was pushed to the side, and then you have the Mac, and then you have Peter Reestraw, the devil's son-in-law. You have so many of these black exploitation films that Mr. Whitey enjoyed and even acted in it himself as the executive producer of the motherfucker. 
That's how the white man got in the fucking fence. So now you got the drug dealer poisoning his people in the film, the pusher, and you got the pimp, two peas, another one of their two peas, poisoning the third pea. You understand? At the same time, when these black exploitation films were out, and your black women were no longer black and proud. They were hoes and proud. Mr. White Man loves it. Even with her fro, she's prostituting for the black man. While all this prostitution and drugs and pimping and pushing and zombies walking the street and niggas is killing each other in these films, you had something else going on in the 60s. That was the second, if I'm not mistaken, that was the Vietnam War. So now, if we were watching these movies, even though we ain't born yet, let's pretend we're watching these black exploitation movies. I'm a female watching these hoes get pimped, get fucked, get slapped. Because they money short. All of a sudden, the men, my man is watching it with me, right? He's gone to the fucking draft in Vietnam. What are we to do, sister? Force their ass into the draft. Some willingly went. And what did they say happened next, y'all? From what we saw on film, those sisters watching these black exploitation films became what? Prostitutes. Yes or no? Became prostitutes. You understand? Prostitutes. Prostitutes. Now she's losing her shame. The black man is forced into the Vietnam War, and we just watched every black exploitation film on the planet during that time. We got to go and sell some pussy. Our nigga is forced into goddamn Vietnam War, something why my dumb ass nigga wanted to go. And what else you see in those black exploitation films? White man pull up, and the Cadillac black bitch get in that motherfucker. Blows the horn, honky. Y'all know how this shit go. So when they say art imitating life, we have no art or no life or no art. So... They put the subliminal messages, and during that time, remember, MK Ultra is big. So they put subliminal messages inside those black exploitation films because this diabolical creature, the iniquities of the Amorites, is not yet fulfilled. Always is 19 steps ahead of niggas. 
put the subliminal messages in the screen, in the television, place them on their hypnotic fucking spell, psychic driving, in these black films, and you can check it, it is true. A woman naturally is on the hypnotic spell and the man and instantly splits apart. He goes to Vietnam. She walks the street, honky, honk, honk. He, she gets in the car. He fucks her. He gives her some change. You understand? All through black exploitation films, subliminal messaging, which is why... It's hard, it's difficult, but I know that the majority of black films from yesteryears up to today, I do not watch because I know it's a concentrated effort to do some shit to Negroes, Negro kids, the zip code, the location, the geographic location predominantly occupied by Negroes, what they do, which is why I stay the fuck away. So, now you have prostitution. White man gets the fucker, and now she's no longer interested in what happened. She hates herself. No more I'm black and I'm proud. What happened? Pam Greer rocked the fro. Pam Greer got the perm. Okay? Now it's no longer self-love, it's self-hate for self and kind. More film shows up, sister gets her revenge, black man do her wrong, she can't take it no more, she beats the hell out of this motherfucker to a pulp at the end of the fucking movie. All of this was in the 60s and 70s, because this devil won't stop. Until all niggas is under its mind control, it will not stop. Miss Hudson, it will not stop. So what happened? A whole nother genre pops up since R&B, rhythm and blues have been demonically possessed in the 80s. Thriller. This nigga turned to a goddamn fucking zombie and vampire and shit, sick. The dead has risen, music. So something else shows up. And y'all already know, y'all favorite genre, hip-hop. Go, Mr. Whitey, and find out what them niggas doing in Brooklyn. They not picking up, you see crack rock. You see needles. All in the black neighborhoods. But these needles are still the drug addicts, the ones that he poisoned in the 60s and 50s. That's their needles. Ain't no child in the 80s using a goddamn needle. Ain't no child in the 80s on no crack type. That's from, you know what I'm saying? So what are the children doing? Turntables. Called it hip hop. Right? Miss Robinson. They call her the mother of hip hop. Sugar Hill Gang. Something fun. Yes or no? 
He just had to get his hands in that. Right? Had to get his hands in that. Yes or no? Got his hands in that. But first, there was a new awakening, the 70 babies. 70 babies. What time are we now? Remember I said just pretend you were born in 1970, now you're 80, now you're 10, now you're 13 or 14 or 15, and boom, you a conscious rapper, baby. Okay? And you got hooked on the brother from another planet because you in Brooklyn. All this now is no longer Sugar Hill Gang and... and uh, What's his name? Uh, LSD, not LSD, uh, Frankie Beverly and all the rest of them. And ain't no more you and my starship come take me up tonight. Ain't no more goddamn Teddy Pendergrass singing something totally goddamn different now. So the awakening takes place with the 70s babies. Now they have a message to the people. Yes or no? So wake motherfuckers up. It's the key, you sissy. Talking about the onk. Brand Nubian. It went from say it loud, black and I'm proud, to we are Nubian. Yes or no? KRS-One, you must learn. Come on, y'all. A huge consciousness, Kumo D, Rakim, Eric B. But remember, the iniquities of the fucking Amorite is not yet fulfilled. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Y'all ain't finna wake these motherfuckers up. They needed some black fucking devils. Where did they get the black devils from? Where did they get the black devils from? That's New York. Where did they get the black devils from? Huh? The word nigger was never used in our music. Did y'all know that? You won't find it in hip-hop. In the 80s. The word nigga was never used in R&B in the 70s when the righteous music was being played because of the man, the brother from another planet is here. So where, where did this motherfucker go to find the black devil? To the devil's triangle, the pit of fornication, Cali, pit, fornia, porna, porne, the pit of fornication, California, pornography, porno. That's the first time we heard the word nigger being used in what was considered hip-hop genre. We were Nubians. 
We were black and we're proud. Now we niggas. And our music. And from there, what happened? Listen, let me tell you something. Hip-hop, there was no such thing as drugs unless we were shitting on it in the music. Yes or no? Okay? Unless we were shitting on that shit. No guns was mentioned. No disrespect of our sisters, our mothers, and not even our brothers. So they needed to find a motherfucker that could send us to death row. All about death. Now it's death row. Now it's murder, Inc. I go on and on and on with this shit. Right. We was alive. Psychic driving is a motherfucker, ain't it? That's what they did. Got it? That had all happened, starting in when they split the atomic bomb. And prior to that, too, because if we go to Oklahoma, you will see it there. We go to that town where niggas ran everything in Carolina, you'll see it there. I'm it's it's hard to get motherfuckers to believe that they hate you. (laughs) They don't want niggas' minds liberated. They don't want it. So here we are, let's say 70, baby. Now, we're in the 80s and 90s. That should make us 20, right? Just say we were born in the 1970, not 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Don't matter. So we looked upon these black devils as awesomest, yes or no, incredible, something to pattern our, our day-to-day language with, attitude, our thought process, everything. So when they started advertising the drugs and being a drug dealer and all this dumbass shit in the rap music. So, look, we were no longer females like our moms and them as prostitutes. We wanted to be with a drug dealer, not a pimp. So here we are looking for a drug dealer to be with. If you anything like now, now we got to, now they got to make the drug dealers in our generation. You hear me? So now we're in the nineties. We got niggas that are selling crack rock in the nineties that are our age. Yes or no? Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old boys. Okay. Some due to their father doing that shit in the 80s as a grown-ass man, been a drug dealer, passed on to the sons being one. We just happened to be 
their sister, their girlfriend, it was a thing to be with. And the music fits the lifestyle or creates the lifestyle. Our music and film will always create our lifestyle. And Mr. Cracker knows it. And this sick fuck knows how to put subliminal messages inside that motherfucker that you wouldn't even fucking notice. He is using music to create our mentality. And that's what it's been. That's what it's been. And he used the thirstiest Negro... That's why I said, what profits the man to gain the whole world, meaning his own people, and lose his soul? And that's what they all did. That's what they all did. That's what your black exploitation motherfuckers did. That's what all of them did. They just, that's what they all did. What profits a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? We are the world. So NWA, and we can go on and on and on. This is the truth. Yeah. All the way up to right now, they put that music out. Oh, this is why I mentioned there was no drugs, no any of that shit advertised. They then got Run DMC. They got Run DMC sellout ass, and you already know, because guess who um, homeboy ended up being in bed with Russell Simmons and all the rest of them. That was the first time we ever heard somebody goddamn advertise Mr. German Man shit, and that's Adidas. Prior to that, we had our own culture. Never advertised no damn shoes on our feet. If we did, it was shackles on our feet won't let us dance. So now we got motherfuckers wanting some goddamn Adidas. I told you, our culture, our life, our choices, our mentality is based on the music and the images we see on television. We don't have our own. It's fed to us by subliminal messages and black niggas and from black devil niggas. And from there, he's making a killing off of Adidas. Yes or no? That was in a song. You hear me? And from there, they realized that the black people bought more Adidas than a goddamn, than people that's interested in playing tennis, okay? You understand? Yeah. So now when you listen to this music, not this one here, this one then, and it gradually became sales pitch. Sales pitch. So now these rappers have to sell, pitch, market, and advertise for this sick-ass bastard in this rap music, this black devil-ass motherfucker. It was never done that way. You notice that? 
It was never done that way, right? Now, when we heard a song about a Cadillac, which a lot of rappers ended up sampling, the song was about you don't have to drive a Cadillac. Get that out your head. You don't have to drive a great big Cadillac, sunrooftop. Just be thankful for what you got. That was the song, if a Cadillac was in that motherfucker. So don't get caught up in that shit. That was the message. Mr. Sick-Ass White Man, because he owns the masters to a lot of shit, handed that shit to a goddamn black-ass devil nigga and turned that shit into something that we should have because they left out the true message of that sample, and that was what? Just be thankful for what you got. You don't hear that in that rap song, do you? Riding in the back, some rooftop, digging the scene with a gangster lean. Ooh. No, ain't no ooh, 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 bitch, you black devil motherfucker. So all of a sudden now, trying to sell us Cadillac. But that ain't what the song said. Just be thankful for what you got. See, the devil is smart. The devil is smart. He gave us half, okay, but he doesn't give us the whole goddamn truth. What's the rest of it? That's why hip-hop is very, or rap is misleading. What's the rest of the goddamn song? What's the rest of the fucking word? So we're thinking, and I did like a motherfucker. Here I am, 15 years old, on a Cadillac, J1. This is the truth. Here I am, want a Cadillac. 16, 17 years old, motherfucker. I want a goddamn Cadillac. For real. But it says you don't have to have a Cadillac. Diamond in the back, sun rooftop. Just be thankful for what you got. This son of a bitch have diabolically, diabolically edited, dictated, educated, which is mis-edit, dictation, and educated, a whole generation based that was a genre and you drop and you look at genre, you see you see the word gene in it, right? Come on, you got to see Gene in genre. Do you see Gene in genre? Fucking up our Gene once again. And it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. Look how it was in the 60s all the way to right now. So unless you know it got worse, 
worse, worse, worse, worse. It has not gotten better because it's a concentrated effort on our genre and the genre of type of movies and music that we tune into. That creates the mentality. And at the same time, killing our leaders off. At the same time, shelving those conscious, super conscious, trying to wake up the motherfucking masses, lyricists, MCs. Chef them motherfuckers. Got to bring in the black devil. Got to bring in these black fucking devils and sample and edit and bite and just sell them a Cadillac. Now sell them some Louis Vuitton, sell them some more drugs, sell them some more disrespect. You're talking about black exploitation like a motherfucker in the goddamn music, and we never saw it coming because we were born into it. We were born into it, and we live what they said, and we did what they say, we doubt, think, all of that. And the motherfucker controlling the strings of the courses of our lives was this diabolical and still is caucus Asian. That's the truth. Controlling the strings of all these Negroes whether we like them or not, in film or in television or in movies or in radio or in talk. We would never have, we would never be in our right mind if this motherfucker is in it, controlling niggas, because niggas believe in black, right? Now they got this new wave where... Buy black, support black. You understand? So we're going to always be for our black genre, even if it is killing us. And that's something? Even if it is destroying us mentally and physically and separating us from each other, we're going to still support this shit. And he knows it. At the same time, we support the genre. Simultaneously, he's telling us what to do, how to do it, when to fucking do it, where to buy, and what to fucking eat, even in this shit. Niggas advertising Benahanas in they rap. Niggas went to Benahanas. Not man, black-owned restaurant. You hear me? And their music. Not man, black-owned clothing company. And their fucking music. You know? Not none of that. 
all is pointing, all roads lead to this diabolical cracker. You know? All roads lead to this diabolical cracker, no matter what. BET is owned by the most sickest, wickedest, fucking cracker family. Thank you, Bob Johnson. And look what's on that motherfucker. Okay? But that's black entertainment. The word black is in that motherfucker. So you go there. Right? And what do you see? All right? On network, the president is a Caucasian. Go to own network, what do you see? Sickness. Sick fucking shit. You see Negroes, male and female, in those films and see TV series doing the most sickest, wickedest, foul fucking shit. Yes or no? This creates the lifestyle. This creates our culture. They don't want us spiritual. They want us physical. This has been going on, y'all. I need y'all to wake up every fucking day and say you hate this motherfucker. Y'all have to learn to hate this motherfucker. Because it hates you. And it hated you before you. And it's going to hate you after you. This is a bitch. Y'all got to learn to hate, man. You know what I'm saying? I played homeboy, man, that white boy, that white boy, Rick Ross, this motherfucker, got endorsements by shit. He could say he done fucked the bitch, stabbed the bitch, a black woman, dogged the bitch, body slammed the bitch. He can say he done poisoned the whole black community in his rap. He can say... He knows Noriega, he owe me a hundred favors. He can say all types of shit in that motherfucker. But don't say anything that upsets the Caucasian race. That is when we going to have to drop you like a bad fucking habit. But as long as you are constantly... Mind-fucking your people, creating a lifestyle where the brothers disrespect the sisters. You hear me? Where you are constantly separating the family, throwing up gang signs, separating the mother who don't want her child and in involved in these goddamn sick-ass games. As long as y'all doing that shit to your own people, baby, here's another fucking BET award. Here's another sponsorship, nigga. Here's a whole bunch of other shit. Long as you are poisoning and setting a culture 
of death and degradation, degradation, and demising your own motherfucking people, baby, we good. As long as you are poisoning this new generation that wants to kill its own kind, we have no problem with you. This is our culture. What we see and hear becomes our culture. That's what it is. So, y'all might want to refresh on YouTube, though. <coughs> Damn, Brian. That's the story of let the four winds fall, baby. That's how it all. <laughs> so they keep interfering. They, I mean, it literally show like you take one step. We was taking, we we took damn near a hundred steps when that motherfucker showed up. That motherfucker grabbed that sick diabolical motherfucker grabbed some weak ass niggers and weak ass female niggers and put them in that film. Exploited the hell out of their fucking ass and created a whole nother mentality and then dropped all the drugs in the community, sold them sex, all types of shit, just sexualized every motherfucking body and feminized the goddamn males. This is a bitch. And then set up way back, we negative 100. Then find out that we had an honorable Elijah Muhammad. This is before we were born. Do for self and kind. Yes or no? And had to fuck that up. Yes or no? Fuck that shit up. About to come, boy. Songs like brothers are going to work it out. Before we were born. Now his song, I'm going to kill my motherfucker. I'm going to kill this nigga, which is my brother. I'm going to duct tape your mama, your spouse to the couch. Blow a motherfucking brains out. Your own kind you're talking about. You know? That shit is a motherfucker, baby. So they had to stop us, the 70 babies. Where can you find a diabolical sick group of dumb fucks, Negroes, young? Where can you find them? In the pits of fornication. <laughs> That's where you can find them. That's where you'll find them, right? And Psalm is just mustering in the heart of Babylon, the rotten fucking apple in New York. Grab those. It's a damn shame. Damn shame. Spread it to the south. 
all the music is about hate, yes or no? I hate my baby mama, I hate my baby daddy. All music. Now, every music about the club is about killing somebody in that motherfucker or tearing the club up. Yes or no? And guess who the fuck get a goddamn Grammy? Triple six. Six, six, six. Mafia. That number is not the devil's number. It's a man, as it says in Revelation. The number of a man and his number is 666. Six what? Carbon. Six what? Brian, come on. Y'all know the 666. Proton. And six what? Come on. Six carbon. Six protons. Six neurons. Right? 666 is the number of the man, not the devil. I showed y'all in the holy tablets what the devil fucking is. Remember that? Two Saturdays ago. Can we destroy the motherfucker? And it said energy cannot be destroyed, motherfucker. (laughs) So in Revelation, it says... The number of a man, count the number, he that has an ear, let him hear. And his number is 666. That's a man, baby. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. This is a motherfucker here. So what they do? Mr. White Man so fucking smooth, this nigga created a woke culture. You hear me? This nigga created a woke culture and a fact check. So you rely on this motherfucker for facts. If we lying, you going to look it up and see if it's true by this motherfucker. This nigga, I think, y'all motherfucker, man... Ah, I wake up every day, well, y'all know that, right, because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be here, right? But when I get up, and as I stay up, I know I say I hate that motherfucker at least a hundred times a day. You talking about a hundred hate curiosity. Rocky, I hate I hate you. I hate this motherfucker. I do. I hate these diabolical motherfuckers, including the black goddamn devil. And they do not give no fucks. They now, not now, but back then, not back back then, but back then, like five, six, seven, eight years ago, you got these black devils saying they ain't none of your child's role models. But they are influencing. They won't even accept. 
accept what they're doing. You understand? That shows you how they are. Look, man, this, like, they, that fucking, look. I played that Dr. York shit again yesterday for the man of the hour, Miss Hudson. And that nigga said, but some of y'all here have an everlasting and eternal pact with a zazzle. Some of y'all here. So what does that mean? Some of these niggas have an eternal, everlasting pact with a zazzle. And that's what the fuck we've been looking at. That's what we grew into. That's what we saw in the 70s and 60s with the film. Flip Wilson, the first nigga to put on a dress for this cracker, an everlasting pack for a zazzle. Speed it up to the millennial. We try to check these sick-ass niggas thinking that they have a soul, which they don't. And these Negro rappers clapped back and said, I ain't your fucking child's role model. Because they have an everlasting pact with a zapper. They do. Even the ones in the 60s. Even the ones in the 50s and 40s and 20s and 30s. Even the ones born in the 90s, 70s, 80s, 2000s. They have an everlasting pact with a zapper. And you know who controls them. The spirit of the dead. Because that's all they do to their self and its kind. So you know who controlling the streams. Caucus Asians. Dead fucking Asians. But they have an everlasting pact with them. And ain't nothing you can do but get the fuck away from them. And do our damnness keep our children away from that shit, but that don't actually happen, does it? Black people said we need our own. You know that? Black people said we need our own. We'll never have our own because we ain't in our right fucking mind. Right? Because you let the devil in every time. Never have our own. Never have our own. You have your own schools. The devil books is in your fucking school. We'll never have our own. So our children are still being taught by this diabolical motherfucker. We're supposed to have a black-owned television network. Nothing but goddamn demons in that motherfucker, inhabited by demons. Disembodied souls, inembodied souls that are using them motherfuckers. Because they don't burn their dead, they bury it. 
That's a motherfucker, ain't it? Shit is wild. Good times. The mastermind of good times is the white man. Yes or no? And we know that for a fact because James Amos said he could no longer take that goddamn white man having him play that fucking role as a fucked up black man in the fucking family. So that lets you know that that motherfucker got sick of being the white man's bitch casting an image of a low-life fucking father that takes his belt off because he can't take what his children say to him. He said he got tired of that, playing that fucking role. So you know the white man's responsible. You know he's behind good times. Come on, y'all. You know he was behind the Jefferson. You know he was behind goddamn different strokes. And that was subliminal messages. We were watching different strokes, yes or no. What did we want? A white family? Tell the truth. Then gave us Webster, subliminal message. What did we want? A white family. Yes or no? And at the same time, good times is on, and them them niggas are struggling. (laughs) Them niggas are struggling. It's a motherfucker here, you hear me? Blackish, that's why the issue's there kind of sort of but not really ish but blackish when I watch blackish all I see is the husband and the wife competing against each other that's all the fuck I see regarding their children or anything the fuck else they got to compete that's wild right that's all the fuck I see Competing. Who is the better parent? Who likes what child likes one over the other? I mean, what the fuck is this shit? You know that cracker behind this shit. So now all we have now, again, what we watch becomes our culture. What we see and hear becomes our culture. All of a sudden, it's a whole bunch of women, black women, want to compete with the boys, with, with the goddamn black man. And you wonder how the fuck that comes in the minds of motherfuckers. Where you get that from, nigga? Watching TV, watching Blackish, and a whole bunch of other shit. Where does it come from? Now it's competition with the children. Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Come on, y'all. All of a sudden, the daddy trying to win the hearts of the goddamn children and the mom trying to win the hearts of the fucking children. Who, 
What the fuck it is? What the when? When the fuck it is? When it is? Who love who more? I tell you, before there was a blackish, there was a show called Brenda and Goddamn Running. My mom and my daddy, and my daddy would yell that shit to my mama. They've always, everybody stuck on that welfare bullshit. Separated the black family with the welfare. Motherfucker, they separated the black family the moment your ass went and bought that goddamn TV from the pawn shop, nigga. That's when they did that shit, with them subliminal fucking messages on the goddamn screen. That's when they did that shit. It ain't ain't started with welfare, motherfuckers. It started when y'all motherfuckers brought that goddamn poacher guy into the fucking house. (laughs) And the fucking music. That's what goddamn did it. And them black exploitation films. And you bought that VHS. And you bought that microwave oven. Fry your fucking brain cells. Right, Brian? And they're right. And speed it up to this generation. Oh, they hate this generation more than they hate us, though. They hate this generation. They have gotten more diabolical, and y'all know this, the drugs is in the schools. Not the drug dealer, like, from the hood. The drug dealer that went to college and graduated and became a psychologist and set their ass in the goddamn school. And the nurse, the nurse station in that motherfucker, and now all the kids is taking legal fucking drugs. Never before in my life. Never before in my life. Never before. They hate this generation. So what else do they do to this generation? There is no more Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You see how this shit is working? So they done A&E Will Smith. That's all another move to get the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air out your head and look at Ashley as a gay-ass lesbian bitch. Carlton Brank, a fucking cocaine snorter. Think about this shit. And I don't know what the fuck Will Smith's goddamn character is now. This is some really sick shit. You make it worse than what the fuck it was? He's always going to do that. Do y'all understand that shit? The white man going to always make it worse than what the fuck it was. He will never leave well enough alone. Look at what the fuck they did to Fresh Prince. That'll let you know what you're seeing with the whole Will Smith shit as well. Look at this shit here. He always make it worse. They hate us. They hate us. Please 
Know that shit. And it's a good thing they fucking hate us because you should hate them too and what? Reject them. You don't run to a motherfucker that hates you. You already know what the fuck's going to happen. It ain't going to get better, will it? It ain't going to get better. Look at this old-ass nigga, Clarence Thomas. They needed to get this nigga out. Because they got another nigga that's more diabolical than this motherfucker in the form of a black bitch with a white man, Clarence Thomas in the form of a black man with a white bitch. But this shit ain't gonna work for their next diabolical fucking plan. And I already told, I'm 19 steps ahead of that motherfucker. I've been told y'all what the fuck they plan is. Always been about them babies. We were the babies, they got to us. We had babies, they got to us. Now these babies of ours is having babies. And they coming for the motherfuckers. And all the black fucking devils are in place. They are in place in the education system, in the pediatric system, in the school system, in the music, in film, in Disney. They are already in fucking place for your gene. Generation, your genes, genes, your children's children, same way they was in place for our mothers, mothers, mothers' children. These motherfuckers here. These motherfuckers here. How that happened, sweet Oshun? What happened? Sweetheart Shun said her first and only grandson passed away this past January. I must say that it was a blessing and a curse. What happened, baby? How old was the baby? Who it belonged to? Your son or your daughter? Six months? Who it belonged to? Was it your son or your daughter? Your eldest daughter. How old is she? How old is she? 20? And baby passed in January, six months. January, talking about this January. What made you um, mention this, sweet Oshun? What made you mention this? Out of the past, it came out, um, what was it, a premature or something? Oh, my God. I bet your oldest daughter is, like, fucked up. That should have do it. Is she over it? She'll probably never be over it. It's probably shocking to see the baby. Be with the baby and not be with the baby. That's traumatizing. How how the baby pass? 
I know it. I know she missing them. That shit, they're hunting. That's a hunting. That's a hunting. That's a hunting. It's going to stay with her for a while. It's going to be with her every day, throughout the day, for such a long time. And eventually it will pop up once a day, then once a week, then once a month. Then once every three months, once every six months, then once a year, it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna still show up in her conscious, in her subconscious. How did the baby pass, sweet Oshun? How did the baby pass? Girl, Maria. Oh, okay. Brian, where you at? All right, that's it. I'm not doing no more, but that's the answer to your four wins. And, and of course, we're the ones yelling now, let the four wins fall. But that's what these sick fuckers want, though. You are here, motherfuckers, on WGAG Radio saying let the four wins fall. And you know why we're saying it and who we're saying it, let it fold on our own people, the black devils. We ain't thinking of nobody. I know I ain't thinking of nobody else when I say let the foe in fold. I'm sick of these sick fucking ass niggas. All I need is one. If God said all he need is one, you know the devil said all I need is one. <laughs> Shit. All I need is one nigga. One nigga. And I done did my job. This motherfucker got all of them. And the children. One bad apple, that's what we were taught, right, sweet Oshun? One bad apple spoils the barrel. And we were saying that shit based off of a Negro, the women of old, based off of a Negro. Yeah, you bring in, you fuck around with the wrong Negro, you'll hear the women of old say, one bad apple spoils the barrel. Let one motherfucking black devil, an eternal pack, an everlasting pack with a zazzle in, it spoils every last one of us. And that cracker knew that shit. And so did the women of old. One bad apple spoils the barrel. And, man, there's so many bad motherfucking apples, man, and fucked up generations. And it's going to get worse. Anything this nigga hands in regarding Negroes, it get worse. It never gets better. It ain't never, never going to get better. As a matter of fact, side note before I get the fuck out of here. So... Y'all remember that um, that uh, international summit that I played? You remember that, Sweet Ocean? Was you here? And they want they were talking about digital currency. You remember that? 
it was a woman speaking about digital currency and digitizing the Constitution and shit like that. Interesting enough, girl, I go on Facebook on my phone about 3, 4 this morning. Facebook fact-checked the shit. Let me see if I can read the exact words this motherfucker said. This is some sick shit. Let me find it real quick. Facebook facts check the goddamn United Nations world commerce shit, right? Let me see if I can find it. Hold up. All right, let me check, let me check, let me check. I got, I got to tell y'all this. What that, what, boy, there it is, independent fact checker. This son of a bitch says this. The post includes information that independent fact checkers said was missing context. Guess what they said? Independent fact check checkers says it was misleading, colon, digitizing the economy supports the new world order that seizes control of people's lives. Did I, you want me to show it to you real quick? I pull it back up. I pull it back up. Listen to, your shit is wrong, bitch. Misleading, digitizing the economy supports the new world order that seizes control of people's lives. This is what they say. Look, this shit wild as fuck, right? Do y'all get this shit? Tell me y'all understand this, what they said. Please tell me y'all can read between the fucking lines. Y'all can read this shit. This is what fact check said. Baby, what the fuck they said? Digitizing the economy supports the new world order that seizes control of people's lives. Come on, y'all. Please think. Can y'all hear this shit? This is their answer. Right? Now, <laughs> one, we know for a fact everything is digitized. Yes or no? It's right there in your face, Zena. Yes. Remember now, the rule of New World, no, the thing is New World Order. New World Order is a conspiracy. These motherfuckers literally just basically said, to me, digitizing the economy supports the new world order that seizes control of people's lives. <laughs> Let me pull it up on the cam real quick so y'all can see this shit. So I, so I can't, you know, I want y'all to think I'm making shit up. I got to show y'all this shit right here. Is that it? Yeah. All right, let me show y'all motherfuckers this shit, right? I got to show it to y'all, man. Y'all got to see this shit with your own fucking eyes. Uh, yeah, it is right there. Can you see it? Can y'all see it? That's it right there. 
let me um and let me let me uh zoom in on the fact check part. So y'all know this is a fact check, right? Y'all see it, right? Y'all see the little video right there, right? Y'all see the little video right there. Play the video real what quick. The world order is always the financial system. Hmm. Uh, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon. That's the when World Government 2022 Summit. Look at all these I motherfuckers. Kind of Look at the goddamn Arab. Look at the China man. Look at the Hinduism. Look at all these motherfuckers. Okay. That was digitizing, right? So now, independent fact checkers say this information could mislead people. See why? And they have it right here. Digitizing the economy supports the new world order that seizes seizes control of people's lives. Go to mine. We added a notice to your post. This post includes information that independent fact checkers said was missing context. Missing context in the post that you shared. You shared a video March 31st, March 6th, March 6th. People who repeatedly share false information might have their posts removed, lower in news fees, blah, blah, blah. And there it is right there. Misleading, digitizing, digitalizing the economy supports the new world order that seizes control of people's lives. (laughs) I'm so done. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is strange. Okay, I got to get the fuck up out of this bitch, though. Hold up. That's strange. Why I can't take this shit out? There we go. All right, so I hope y'all enjoyed this Thursday show. Thank you, Brian. Hey, Zena, Zena, what we going to name the show? Let the four win foes. Oh, I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> Tell us a story about the four win foes. <laughs> I think I'm going to name this show Let the Four Win Fold, baby. All right, so I'm up out of here, man. The man of the hour is up next. Y'all enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Donna Colleon show Monday through Friday. You already know. All right. I'm about this bitch, y'all having a warning day. Peace.